The great experiment begins! Do it! I'm not in a good mood. Keep out on. Hello, General Kenobi! Hello, Charles! Maybe this song will cheer me up. Yeah, it's a, it's a great song! Can you guess why? Can you guess why I picked this? Does that have to do with Kane and Hera? Captain <laughs> Captain Sinclair. Yeah. Oh, we've got some good ones. Play a little Viking oh, horn. Now wait, now is Tennille? Is that the guy or is that the gal? The gal is Tennille. Okay. Because the guy's captain. He's the captain. That's why he always wore the hat. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, Hera and Kanan are reversing the roles. <laughs> Hera is now the captain. The captain. Kanan is Tennille. Yeah. There we go. Uh, welcome to the Clone Cast. Kanan Tennille Jarris. Yes. I like that. Welcome to the Clone Cast. I'm Tom. I'm Adam. And what we do here is we watch in chronological order and then we review it. The Gadeen Rebel Show. We are up to Season 2, Episode 7, Wings of the Master. Uh, yeah, but first we bullshit for 20 to 40 minutes, and then we get right into that right episode. Right on in there. We get right on in there. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to fade this Pop music Pop this out. down. Yeah. I have it very low, but it still felt very loud <laughs> to me for some reason. <laughs> I think it's just my rage that I'm in right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've had a day. Yeah, do you want to explain it? Because I just want to sip this for a bit. Okay, so backstory, you ended up... Should we play the collectible corner theme before we get into it? Yeah. You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done. Now, come on, get to it. We have lots of that. This song! This song should put you in a better mood. Nothing can make me change my mind. You'll have to sell your speeder. I would like to see the baby. My collection. All this podcast has done is cost me money. <laughs> Between the fucking financial talk with the, the fucking crypto bullshit and the fucking stocks. I'm still holding on clove, baby. I'm waiting <laughs> for that really? to take off. What's it at now? Like $2? I haven't looked at it in months. I don't know. It got ugly. <laughs> yeah, of course it did. <laughs> but there's still people, those diamond hands on the... <laughs> I got diamond hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it's a cruel world. Yeah, it's cruel. Um, okay, uh, so yeah. Let so let me get the let me get the order of events down. Correct me if I'm wrong. I bought a used last episode. Yes, it was last episode. Last episode. I bought a used Millennium Falcon. <laughs> this was only a week ago. Yes, I bought a used Millennium Falcon. Yes, I've UCS, been holding off on a UCS Millennium Falcon. It's expensive. Yes, it is. Um, you found a used one on eBay, <laughs> but then after shipping priced it, reasonably, yeah, you pulled the trigger on it. But then after shipping in fees, and then you buying, I was two it would have been tables. it would have been cheaper for me to go to the Lego store and just buy it in person. You so Phyllis said you bought two folding tables because it came unorganized. You came, bought two folding tables in a shitload of clear plastic bins. Yes. So you could organize the pieces by color. And so I organized the pieces by color and the first page took me 15 minutes. Yeah. Still. Yeah. It was absurd. It was a mess. It's Yes. 
It was unacceptable. So then, uh, what was it? Two, three days after you received said order. I received the order on Friday of last week. <laughs> two or three days By later, Sunday, or Thursday a- I received it, and by Sunday I had filed for a return. Well, you got a notification that My employer. <laughs> then, to, I mean, to top it all off. My employer, whom I've been waiting for them to get these in Because stock, you get a discount. Yes, I get a major discount. How much do you get for that? I got 15% off. 15, okay. We they all of a sudden are stocking the fucking thing again. And it's been months without them stocking Yes, it. I was like, they're not getting it back in. I might as well just get it used. We got to talk at I might take I know, you up yeah. on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so I was like, I was I filed for the return. That was, was frustrating. <laughs> and so I buy it. And it comes, and so I get it for a discounted price. It yes. comes, and are we um, are we revealing how you filed for the return, or is that just playing that just, close to the yeah, chest? Just, we're playing that close. <laughs> First of all, I just no. Okay, I I have to say it now. That was the so funniest, first of all. No, hold on. That was the funniest detail for me when you were telling when you were when you were filling me in on this story. Once you texted me that, I burst out okay, laughing so, in my room. So okay, so it says refunds accepted within thirty days. <laughs> Let's just get that get it out of the way, and it's well within thirty days. But like. It was a mess, okay? It was a mess. It was. It was a mess, and it says refunds at 7.30. So, like, but I'm just, like, this weird, like, I overthink things. Of course you do. And so. The best part. Wait, no, let me finish. I filed the return, and it's, like, they asked for, like, a description of why, and I put it as doesn't fit. And I and then I said, Mike. <laughs> I said, I said. My kid is frustrated without the numbered bags. It's just a mess. Like, I'm sorry. I'll give you a good review. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, I'm sorry, but I know it's tough to return an item this yeah. size, but I'm sending it back. And and I think so, clone, I think Clone Casanova's, no, you have no son, correct? I do not. Unless I am completely unaware of something. To be fair, I was very frustrated <laughs> and not having a good time. I, it was not fun. Like, it was not fun. I was not having a good time. I no. took a picture of it. It was absurd. Yes. It was absurd. And that was just sorted by color. Yeah. Which was made it anyways. So I just I just kind of like put that in there. What's like, funny I'm, though, What's funny, though? Okay. I'm apologizing, too. I know. But what's funny is, so from the second that you got it, I could tell that you were frustrated just with the condition it was in. But, like, I know you. I've known you long enough to know your order of operations. And so you were trying to make the best out of the situation. So that's why you got the bins. That's why you got the tables. And you kept saying like, oh, this is this, this is, is exciting. Go. This is awesome. I got the Falcon. Nothing else matters. This is amazing. But the second <laughs> the second it got restocked by your employer, you were like, this thing's a fucking disaster. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> now, get this. I started to build the first page of it, the first couple pages. And like there was a little four piece. And like when I connected it to the other Technic pieces, I pulled it up. No matter which four piece I used, it kept falling apart, too. Like it, it just was loose. Like it's just a used set. You know, yeah. it's just shit gets old, whatever. Yeah. He probably had it displayed for a while. Anyways. So I was just like, really sorry, it's just not going to work. turnabout from, like, the second it got restocked, you went from, like, trying to make the best of, of it to fuck this and fuck everything about <laughs> yes. it. Yes. That was the greatest part yeah. about it. Okay, so 
it says refunds, returns accepted within 30 days. I'm well within there. I send I send it back. I print out the shipping label. I bring it down to UPS. Uh, I get word today that the seller has received it, um, and your refund should be on the way. I'm like, oh, great. And you paid for shipping both ways. I pay, Yeah, they took the shipping out of my refund, by the way. Yeah. So I paid for it to come here, and I paid for it to go the fuck back. <laughs> this is a terrible investment. <laughs> so anyways... I get the fucking... This thing's paying out worse than clothes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I definitely lost more on clothes. <laughs> but, no. So, I'm like, okay. Uh, all of a sudden, like, Adam and I are sitting here talking. I'm like, oh, it, like, I get an email. It just says, you're, re-, you know, th- it says they opened a case after they received it, which means they must have been disputing the return, which, whatever. We'll get into it. But... I get a, a notification like a half an hour after I see them. I'm like, oh, your refund has been issued. I, and I don't look at the email. But then we're sitting here and I look. Yeah, they issued him a refund for half the fucking price that I paid for it. So I'm losing 400 fucking dollars when you did, for nothing. When you did click on the return, like there was no summary saying like, you are only receiving half. It was just like, no, this oh, is, you're this getting like, a return. This is your expected return, which was much more than 400 fucking dollars. And never once in this process were they like, oh, um, you know, like, uh, here's your updated anything. No. Hey, BT dubs. So they review this case that this person opened and they immediately fucking be like, okay, fine. You can keep half that. So you know what this fucking guy, when, when it boils down right now as it stands, this guy, I paid for shipping. I paid for shipping back. Um, This guy, all he did was have to bring it down there and use the shipping that I paid for. This guy's making out like a bandit. So he got a UCS Falcon back that I'm sure he'll post again and probably make 700 to $800 on it. <laughs> And he also got just $400 for not having it in his possession for a fucking week. So I called them and I, and I told Adam before the call, I said, I'm calling them right now. Cause I could not, I was, I was blind with rage. <laughs> I told Adam, I said, Hey, I have never yelled at a customer service. I've never done it. I've never fucking done it. You still didn't yell. Okay, well, you can... You, you were... Can, I, was, I was in a rage. You were audibly frustrated. Okay, you can describe that part. But I said, Adam, I've never yelled at a customer service person, and I think this might be it. Because I, I know it's not their fault, Yeah. but this is fucking horseshit. Yeah. I mean, can we just get that out there? When it tells you returns accepted within 30 days, and I do just that... I return it within 30 days in the condition it came. Actually, in better fucking condition because I finally had it fucking sorted by color for the guy. Yeah. Not just fucking lumped in a fucking bunch of bags. Who the fuck is supposed to build that? It's not your fault. Your fictional son was having fits all weekend. I'm the fictional son. (laughs) I was having fits. I'm obsessive compulsive. I have severe anxiety. All right. Where were we? What was I saying? <laughs> you were going to yell at the customer service person. Yeah, so they call back. A very quick prompt callback. Thanks, eBay. It's about the only thing you fucking do good. If this was Amazon, they would have sent me like a $1,000 Visa gift card by now. They're just like, oh, just take that. Please buy from as us As they again. were apologizing. <laughs> yes, as they were apologizing. <laughs> yeah, and sending me like 
stock bonds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Adam, I get on the phone, I answer the call, I end up getting transferred the escalation. How did I sound? What? What? I went to the other room, but I'm sure you could hear me fine. Audibly frustrated. Yeah, <laughs> you're like I paid for it for nothing. You kept repeating for nothing, <laughs> for nothing. I got a fucking box in my house, and I paid four hundred dollars for it. Like I said, I paid four hundred dollars to have a box sit in my room for four days. Yes, like that was the gist of it. And I was just like, at this point. You might as well just not give me anything and fucking send it back and I can sell it myself. Yeah. Which would make way more sense. But that's the, that's the like thing. That, makes, that would make sense. Like, they could they could have fucking reached out and be like, hey, uh, seller, this, this seller has a point here about this. Uh, w- you know, uh, do you want to just take it? That's the part that I find puzzling is, like, if they would have preempted any kind of shipping with that information... You would have just kept it. I told you from absolutely. The, I told you from the beginning. You should have just sold it on Craigslist or Facebook. Yeah, but I just was like, oh, I can just refund it. Be yeah, very I simple. I don't have to deal with anything. I just go drop Little it off. Little did you know. Yeah, but like when you think about it, like, <laughs> like they just all of a sudden. I, I I told him on the phone. I was like, I could understand if this was like a forty dollar item, and you're like, oh well, yeah, it didn't match this, but this, you know, and they send we're giving you twenty. Okay, fine, whatever. I can live with it. This is fucking $800. This is $800 fucking dollars. Like what? What the fuck world? Oh, yeah. Like, just think about that. Just wrap your fucking mind around it. Just, you have nothing. You have nothing. And they're only returning you half of $800 fucking dollars. Just, it makes no fucking logical sense. None. None. It makes no sense. They didn't even say, hey, well, we're only going to give this much, dude. You want to just keep it? No. I got to hear from this guy, the seller. I got to hear from, I got to know what the disputing charges are. Yeah. Like, what exactly are you disputing? Yeah. Like, where are you getting off on this? (laughs) I would love it if he disputed the charges. It was like, no, 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 no. I got this thing shipped back to me and it's more organized than how (laughs) I sent it. (laughs) It's not returned in the condition. (laughs) He would have a point. He would have a point, but that's just absurd. Yes. I am, I like, honestly, I'm never fucking buying anything from eBay again, no matter how this goes. I swear, if I only end up with $400, I mean, just think about that. I spent $400 to sort something for somebody in fucking Miami. <laughs> think about that. Oh, no, he's in Miami. It's, it's hitting Tampa. Oh, okay. It's missing Miami? Oh, yeah. it did the hook. It went around. Yeah. <laughs> He got the Falcon and now he's fucking underwater. (laughs) 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 That would be fitting. Oh, like I I don't even know. Like like I don't even know this guy. Whatever. I mean, if I got a big thing returned to me, I told you about the time of the Jordans where they fucked me over there. You know, like. This is the second time I've had... I mean, this is obviously a much bigger issue than those. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, they're... Dude, they're fucking terrible. It's... eBay is a terrible Remember when company. it used to be good? eBay used to be awesome. <laughs> you know what I love about it, too? When I called the customer service, like, the first thing is, thanks, Thomas, for being a member for 21 years. <laughs> <laughs> and in one false swoop, they've probably stolen as much money as I've ever given to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> America is so fucked. <laughs> we have 
no consumer protection. No. As a seller, I have none because I, I explained the situation with the shoes to you. Bullshit. It was bullshit. We're not a country. We're a bunch of corporations <laughs> yes. in a trench coat. We're just making arbitrary decisions based on God knows what. I heard the seller say, was the seller less, uh, was he nicer in their request? Like, like seriously, it's absurd. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I can't believe libertarians want everything privatized. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Every single time. We already have like hardly any consumer protections as is. Every single time they're like, oh yeah, you like going to the DMV? It's like, well, I like it a lot fucking more than doing this shit. <laughs> I'll go to the DMV a thousand fucking times more than I talk to a health insurance company. Yes. Oh my God, dude. It like, I, why would anyone want to expand this? <laughs> God. Imagine just when you get the fucking crazy monopoly of things like, Oh, you know, you, like your your fucking privatized water bill. Imagine the shit they could pull of that. <laughs> Imagine that you know you're like, oh, like it gets contaminated, and your kid gets really sick, and then they don't pay for your medical bills or something. Well, we're a private company, and our you know, like, dude, God, dude, like there's just no who's gonna fucking. Thank you, Flint citizen, for 21 years of service. So yeah, um, <laughs> let's move on. I'm fucking pissed again. Yeah, but it's in appeal right now, so we'll see how that goes. Pretty and excited next, about it. But you can also go to your credit card company and hopefully that's what I'm gonna do. Up. I mean, if this if if they don't give me the full refund, I'm just gonna dispute the charge. I mean, I I sent it back. It, it, this guy, this guy will have no problem turning it around and selling it. And why are you accepting refunds in the first place? Like, if I'm selling some, those shoes, I had refunds not accepted. Yeah. And I specifically said in the description, I don't think these are real Jordans, but I could be mistaken. They run a little big. And I put it all out there in detail. And that person still got their money back because <laughs> they weren't real Jordans. And it's like, I said, it's literally in the fucking description. <laughs> It's in the fucking item description and the up item fucking title. Oh, my God. Dude. I'm just thinking back to when we first met. When we first met, you would literally you'd buy stuff the day it came out and then you'd get sick of it and sell it on eBay. And then two weeks later, you'd go and buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you bought an Xbox at least six times. No, I only had two 360s. I only had two 360s. Launch day, launch day. Uh -huh. I, uh, I, yeah, I, and then I got, I sold it and I got it again like two years later. But launch day, I was there in line for the three sixty. But I'm launch like at the Egan Walmart. I always laugh because I'm, I'm the exact opposite. I buy everything and I use it once and then never use it again. Yeah. But it's still in my fucking basement. No, it's actually <laughs> all your shit is in my fucking yeah, yeah, house. Yeah. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> No, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. This is a good transition to get into the fucking move on. Um, so uh, I was at the Egan Midnight release in line, like fifth in line with, remember Andre? Yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, and I had like a little, uh, remember Billy? No. Uh, okay. Yeah, he was there too. He was something else. <laughs> He's a Florida guy. He's a Florida guy. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> um, but anyways. 
so we waited in line, and for the midnight release of the Xbox 360, and the Vikings were playing Monday Night Football that ah. night in Green Bay. Hit the horn. Yeah. Oh, we got the horn. Um, yeah, so they're in Green Bay that night, and me being the big Vikings fan, I bought one of those little Casio TVs. That like the portable TV, <laughs> yeah. like like the very my, very late nineties. My grandpa had yeah, one of them. Tune yeah. that in, and so I sat uh, in line at the Egan Walmart watching the Vikes on it. <laughs> How many C batteries did it take? Well, we went through a lot. <laughs> we don't have time for battery talk. <laughs> How are you feeling about C? Still your you still big C guy? That's still my go to. <laughs> oh, he likes <laughs> he likes those they C's. Got a power cell, baby. Um, all right, uh, but speaking hold, of the Vikings, well, hold on, what? Hold on. While we're in Collectible Corner, do you got the field trip music? Oh, God. This is going to be a long episode. Waste time with your friends when you're chosen. Not that one. All right. uh, You took a field trip. I took a field trip. Where? I was up at the cabin this last weekend. Oh, did you go to the Duluth Collectible Store again? So I did. while, While I made my way through Duluth, I did stop by my favorite collectible store in Duluth, Toy Galaxy. <laughs> it's a galaxy of toys. Yes, it is. Is that where you got the sand crawler? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. It's a great store. Yeah. I fucking love it. And I'm going to show you. I took a couple of pictures I saved to show you till I was like till we were actually recording. They had some awesome stuff. They had an entire display of Star Trek figurines. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah, that's a that's a clean display. That yeah, it, it looks like. They're, they got the Steve vibe where they're packing stuff in, but they keep it organized. Yes, it's exactly that. It's like as if Cedar Cliff was organized. Yeah. Uh, they had a couple of Hobbit Lego sets, Oof. although their prices are very high. Mike Laybourne did say that with the new Prime show, there's probably going to be some new sets. Yep. Um, but yeah, so it was a great, great time at Toy Galaxy. Um. I did buy you just a small Christmas gift. Is it a fucking UCS Millennium Falcon that I can sell? <laughs> no. No. We'll wait for it. But I bought something similar last year for myself at Cedar Cliff. So as I was purchasing it, I did tell the guy, he was like, oh, yeah, this is in this is in great shape. I test everything before I sell it. It's If you have any problems, I guarantee everything I sell. So if you I, have I any imagine, problems, let I me imagine know. you in this toy store... As like Kevin McAllister talking to that old man in Home Alone 2 in the toy store, and at he the, gives him the turtle doves. At the very end, the guy did go, turtle doves. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But as he was giving it, oh, so the first, the second I walked in, there was a customer in there who had to be in his mid to late 40s, who had a like late teenage son who I could tell didn't really want to be there, but was just had no concept of how loud his voice was mm-hmm. was just talking to the owner and i could tell they had some kind of relationship because they like were talking very casually and talking about like the biz yeah so i could tell that he was like a collector and he was like yeah whatever so as i was doing this i i mentioned i was like oh yeah i got something similar to this last year for myself at cedar cliff down in the cities i'm from the cities and the the guy with no concept of how loud his voice was <laughs> kind of looked at me. And Is he, he goes, like David Lynch? He was like, like <laughs> you're from the cities? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, you go to Cedar Cliff? And I was like, yeah. Oh, my God. I go, you know Steve? 
He goes, like, Yeah, I know Steve. <laughs> okay. But the entire time from that second on, the owner like kind of clammed up and it was only like this customer guy that I was talking to and he was like, Oh, that's Steve. That's Steve. He's a character. He's a character. But boy, he like he will not he will not rip you off at all. He will not rip you off at all. He's an honest guy when it comes to his prices. And you know, that's Steve. Oh boy, Steve. That's Steve. He don't he doesn't like the Republicans. <laughs> Hell and yeah. I was like, oh, no, I know. I know. <laughs> and then I told him about the time that the the kid from Cub walked into Cedar Cliff and Steve was like patiently kind of humoring him. And then the second the kid walked out the door, he looked at me and goes, that gets a fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> and they thought that oh. was funny. Um, but oh, yeah, man. but he was talking about how, like he knows Steve well. I brought up hot comics and apparently there's some bad blood. Apparently oh. it was like. Because this guy in particular was like, hot comics sucks. I can see David Bowie guy being like the alpha of the comic scene and they all hate him. He had given some like background and apparently hot comics is owned by like Stan Lee's nephew or something like that. That's what this guy was saying. He said that hot comics is owned by like Stan Lee's nephew, but he never comes to Minnesota. This this, I feel like this is like this was originally something far different and become a game of telephone. (laughs) I know it's like it's like the whole thing where all the conservatives now think that like there's litter boxes in schools for people that identify as (laughs) cats. Yeah. Or ponies or dogs or whatever yeah it's someone's net it's not happening it's like <laughs> someone's nephew talked to stan lee once and yeah. somehow that got twisted into this yeah a guy who knows the owner of hot comics met stan lee at a fan expo yeah got an audio of his like, hey have you ever been uh, since you're in town have you ever been to hot comics you should check it out yeah and stan lee was like I'll definitely check it out. It sounds like a hell of a place. And then, like, winked for some reason. And then, like, next thing you know, so why did he wink? 16, oh, I know, because sixteen pass owner. later. Yeah, yeah. and then he passes away and he inherited by his nephew. But, yeah, so I talked to them for a little while, and then finally the guy was like, well, you know, Rob, he pointed at the owner. He's like, Rob, Rob used to work with Steve. And I looked at the owner of Toy Galaxy, and I was like, oh, really? And he kind of, like, looked at me, and he goes, yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> I was like, Rob's a Republican, and I was like, "You work with him? You work with him at Schinders?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I worked. I worked with Steve for a very long time. I worked. I, I worked with Steve at Schinders. This, this, Schinder... but it was like I got the vibe. He doesn't not like Steve. I could just tell that there's some history there that I didn't want to get into. Yeah. So I just thanked them and I went on about my day." This whole like Schinders to collectible store pipeline is very incestuous. Like it's, it's crazy. <laughs> if you worked at Schinders, you've apparently started a collectible store. Oh, and this one guy, <laughs> the guy that has no concept of how loud his voice was. Yeah. He also I brought up I was like, Oh yeah, I go to I go to Cedar Cliff, I go to Hot Comics, I go to Mr. Zero's, and the guy goes, Mr. Zero <laughs> Mr. Zero is a zero. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, how dare you did sir. you say that yeah. yeah i love mr zero yeah well, yeah he's in a kiss band we gotta I, go see them still i told him i'm hanging up mr zero's linda ronstadt poster as we speak there we go yeah well that's a fun so it was it was that's nuts. a unique collectible corner yeah all right very so, exciting uh, and we'll have to wait until christmas for you to okay see it's nothing huge it's just a trinket well 
And while I was up at my cabin, the entire time we were up there, we were up there for the weekend. Save the cabin talk. Okay. I did the transition earlier, so I'm going to get this out of the way. Okay. And then we can get... (laughs) Yeah. So this is uh, just my uh, w- weekly update. Uh, the Vikings won in week three. So their winning percentage with the Queen dead is now back on top. Yeah. So post-Queen Vikings are a more successful franchise than Queen Vikings. Although, how are you feeling in that game? Not well. Yeah. Not well. I caught the last quarter. I tell you what. I'd trade that win for $400 from eBay right now. <laughs> That's it, though. That's the whole segment. It's just the it's a quick update there. So the Vikings are better post Queen. Yes. As of now. As of now. And now they actually go a London way. That's right. They play in London against the Saints on Sunday morning here. It's going to be like six there. Probably something are they like that. broadcasting it live. Yeah. OK. It'll be on at eight thirty in the morning. There was um, some confusion about that at the like small inn I was at. Okay, no, where I, I was watching the game. This is what I don't get. Like, why don't you just push it to like a seven o'clock kickoff in London? And it's just going to be a noon game here. Yeah, but the thing is, they want to they want to make it seem unique. It's like getting up on the Sunday morning for Wimbledon because Wimbledon oh. or, or like the British Open or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, like people get up and they have breakfast and watch it because it's all over those there. weirdos that like soccer that go to a bar at like 4 a.m. to watch it. I, I think we got a lot of soccer heads up. <laughs> I know I know I know up, buddy <laughs> well you back up <laughs> but anyway so yeah they're gonna be in London playing the New Orleans Saints who I fucking hate but it's hard to hate them anymore because I think it's kind of over for them and I think they might be back down the tubes so yeah. they may I may finally uh ease up on them yeah they got uh, that Drew Brees He's gone. Oh, really? Yeah, they got Jameis Winston now. I love that all of my football knowledge froze in like 2014. Hey. <laughs> Pretty up to date. <laughs> He's still within the decade. Yeah. Well within the return period, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think you get 30 years before that becomes uh, insufficient knowledge. I uh, think Much like a return, you have 30 days to send it back. Drew Brees, much like Tony Romo, also a broadcaster at this point. He was on NBC last year, and I think he just sucked. Or And so, I don't know, they moved him over, I think, Notre Dame games now. Oh, He's not okay. doing NFL, though. He's doing Notre Dame for NBC because um, that's a thing. This is a segment we haven't done in a while. Um, I don't even remember what the sounder is, to be honest. Are you ready? Yeah. Come along with me. Oh, I remember it now. On my weight loss journey. I want to get back in shape. Maybe have sex again before I'm 40. Check. Got that done. Come along with me <laughs> on this weight loss journey. Blah, 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 blah. Beep, 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 beep. All right. Uh, this is the fitness time. <laughs> Tom's fitness time. Just a heads up. 
Uh, I haven't been eating sugar for the past few days. You're out on sugar. I'm out on sugar. I'm getting off the sugar. It's been holding me back. I'm doing a calorie cut, but I'm getting plenty of protein. And the thought is, lower carbs, you burn the carbs, and you burn the fat. So, uh, is it... I'm not trying to go into ketosis, Are you out on all sugar, or is it... I'm not You're out on all sugar. I'm just carbs. I'm still eating some carbs. Okay. Um, definitely not sugary carbs, but I think it all whatever. It's all the same in the end, probably. I don't know how it works. Whatever. But I mean, just you know, like uh, yeah, just uh, carbs from like veggies. I'm getting you know like three cups of broccoli a day. That sort of thing. Well, carbs don't count if you if there's fiber mixed into them. Okay, whatever. So. But yeah, and then I also have like protein cookies and stuff like that. I mean, a higher protein diet, lower carb diet, but. I will say this, like, it's not like I'm not eating carbs. It's yes. just protein is overwhelming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but, yeah, so I'm back on it. And this is when I got jacked a few years ago. So uh, when I go to eBay and I fight every single employee, I'll be ripped by that time. I feel like this is going to turn into a drawn-out legal process. Well, and it's also... Like, it's- this is the kind of thing where I am so spiteful that I will, like, max out a multiple credit cards to hire a lawyer. <laughs> For 400 fucking dollars. Like, I'll take him to small claims court. Yeah. I should. I'm sure you could find that somebody. Would be, that would be good pod fodder. Yeah. If I went to court against eBay. <laughs> imagine if I'm the one that brings down the tech giant. That'd be Can great. you imagine that? Yeah. Oh, giddy up. <laughs> it's going to happen. So, yeah, that's fitness time. You got any fitness updates, Adam? Well, I was going to say, like, it's now fall. It's it, There's a crisp air. So, Adam's, <laughs> Adam's incentive not sweating a lot. Well, yes. He's gone. Yeah. So now he's just going to, he's going to just, he never got around to fitness. I hate sweating. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like now that it's fall and you are on this kick, now you can bust out that, that uh, crock pot again that I think you used like three times oh, last year. I like a crock pot. Bust that out again. You can put your chicken and your barbecue sauce, sugar-free barbecue sauce on there. I've been using light barbecue. That's one of like the only things with like heavy sugar that I've been eating. Okay. Two tablespoons serving, but I'm getting five grams of protein with it. By the way, if you're if you're into chicken breast, I tell you what, get the brand called Air Chilled Chicken. Oh, it's much better, much juicier, much softer. It's easier to cut through. Even if you overcook it a bit, it still maintains. Is that a Tyson brand? Ah, uh, no, I don't think it's okay. Tyson. Right. Something else. You can get an organic too. All right. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't eat that much beef anymore. Um, I don't know. Like a cow's kind of like a guy, you know. Like <laughs> I heard that somewhere. We've like, had this conversation, yeah. yeah. But like a chicken, like hey, I, the little baby chicks are cute. But I mean, they get there, like I would probably run away if that thing walked towards me. Oh yeah, I'd chicken, be like, no, I'm good. They're dicks, but they're they're smart. Yeah, you can teach teach a chicken to do math. Yeah, I saw one on the street. They tap on the numbers. Ooh, you yeah. get some seed. yeah okay that's fun yeah um but yeah anyway so what were we talking about when it comes to fitness for me i ended up i did buy that that one bench off of uh (laughs) i bought i bought some dumbbells uh off a costco because they were on sale and i used them i did use them for a good two weeks this is (laughs) and then i abandoned them in my basement but i did buy i needed a workout bench so i got one of those off a facebook marketplace this is the beginning of Adam's like twenty-year downhill slide, where he becomes Kevin Spacey in American Beauty. <laughs> <laughs> but I did this bench I got off of Facebook Marketplace. I realized only after I bought it, it doesn't go into a flat position. The the oh yeah, you got the the incline. seat that you sit on sits at a weird incline, and you can like 
move the back so it's like kind of a V, but it never gets to a flat position. I got a bench. I tell you what, I'll give 400 bucks. <laughs> no, thanks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but then I'm going to dispute the charges. Uh, yeah, I've, I've entered the bargaining phase where I'm like, well, I'll just sell a bunch of stuff off. During... <laughs> <laughs> but I will say I do, I do need to start doing something because on my way home from the cabin, I ran out of gas. Well, here, now you're transitioning yes, to that. Okay. So let's do this. It's Adam's new segment. He's a man. <laughs> so when Adam does manly things, he gets this. Such a man. Such a man. Okay. He's a real All right, Adam. Uh, this is Adam's real man's man corner. I still want to mix in Allentown to that somehow. I fucking hate Allentown. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I was listening to Warren Zevon today when I was coming home from doing errands, and I was just like, God, he's so much better than Billy Joel. Well, yeah, of course. Like, if you got piano man rankings... I'm I got. Not, I'm not saying Billy Joel's a genius. I'm just saying when I hear a no, there's some whistle. Billy Joel that I like. But when if I'm doing piano guy rankings, piano man rankings, no pun intended, piano man rankings. Elton John one, uh, Warren Zevon two. Yeah, yeah. And then like I don't know, Michael McDonald three. <laughs> yeah, I'm be there. You know, yeah, Steve Winwood. I am in complete agreement. It's just when I hear a steam whistle. I'm just really telling you, I don't want to have. I'm conditioned. I don't want to have Allentown. Allentown on the podcast. <laughs> Can you give me? I'm having a. Date. What if I paid you four hundred dollars to put Allentown into the podcast? I'll stop the record right now. I'll download it. We'll get it loaded up. All right. Uh, so yeah, you're driving back. Did you run out of gas? I did run out of gas. Oh, was uh, Bree with you? Yes, she was. So oh. so previously my. Were you doing a man's man thing where you're just like, oh, we can run in another 20 so, miles? Yes, but <laughs> oh no, it was because so it was a stupid move on my part. But my f- truck does have something that says like X amount of miles until empty. Sure. But I Googled it a long time ago because there was a point I was driving down to Rochester to see my dad and I was not going to make it the entire time in at Costco. You get gas for like 75 cents less than most other places. So this was, coming from the guy who has famously said he doesn't pay attention I don't give to a gas shit. prices. Yeah. And I don't either. Until this moment. Yeah. But I love Costco. So I, uh, I did some Googling and I was like, oh, no. Once you reach zero miles, once it says zero miles to empty, you still got between oh, okay. 30 and 70 miles sure. until you're actually empty. That's like they are now telling you you're on your last gallon here. Yes. Yeah. And so... You're on the highway. You're going, you the know. The first time I did this, I was in my in my truck driving down to Rochester. I think I made it like 30 miles, 35 miles past when it told me I was zero gallons to empty. But this time when I was driving home, it said zero miles to empty. And I think I made it 10. I think I made it 10 miles, but I still had like 20 to go until I got to the Costco where I was planning on filling up. Yeah. So, yeah, I ran out of gas. I ended up on the side of the road. I had like a mile. I think I was only a mile away from a gas station. Did you jog? That's where the fitness thing is coming in. Oh, no. So we tried calling AAA. It would cost way too much. We tried calling a tow company, and it was like 99 bucks just to show up, and then you had to pay for gas. And I was only a mile away from the gas station, so... I did a little jogging. I went to the gas station and got a gas can and jogged back to the truck. And yeah, that's it. Did you time yourself? No, I didn't time myself, but I was exhausted. And I was reminded 
the second I start to do anything physical in terms of like aerobic or like any kind of physical activity that's strenuous that way, uh, my blood nosedives, yeah. my blood sugar. So like I was sitting at like exactly where I should be at like a 120, but then as soon as I started jogging, like it was like my blood went off a cliff. So by the time I got to the gas station, so like as you're jogging, you should just be like, you should just be shoving Oreos into your that's mouth. That's basically yes. That's exactly what I should be doing. Now that would be an interesting fitness segment for the podcast. So when I got to the gas station, <laughs> not only did I have to get gas, I also got a Dove bar and I Ooh. ate that thing before I ran back. What to kind the of truck. Dove was it? Milk chocolate? Yes, it was. Dark? No, milk. You milk. Got the milk. Milk chocolate. What's your favorite Dove? I love the milk chocolate. You love the milk chocolate? Yeah. I do, too. You can hammer a few of those home. Yeah. I do like the dark, though. Those are great. I do love the uh, the Haagen-Dazs, the rolled chocolate and almonds. Okay. That one's good. What do you think the premier chocolate item is? If you had to pick one, you can only have one chocolate item. One chocolate item or chocolate one chocolate specific. combo ice cream? No, chocolate specific. Chocolate has to be the vast majority of this. Ugh. See, I don't even think I could pick the one I want to pick. I'd pick Reese's, but that's also like half peanut butter. Yeah. I thought we were talking pure chocolate. Yeah, so now I'm confused. Yeah. Oh, I know what I like. I love those Dove onesies. Oh, they are good, and they got the little motivational yeah. message. They're like, oh, you'll get your $400 back. If you were yeah. asking uh, if you were asking 13-year-old Adam what his one chocolate item would be, it would be the Hershey's Treasure Chest Cookies and Cream. Ooh. You remember those guys? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think, now, you know me. You've thrown me plenty of small uh, bags of uh, fun-sized plain M&Ms. No, no. I tried throwing you one bag of fun-sized M&Ms. That's, now, funny enough, you that's what I was like doing. 20. I was on like a month kick of like being in really good shape, and I was down like 10 pounds. I was like, all right, I'll be back in shape by summer. And then Adam's like, hey, you want one of these? I assumed you were like me, and you're like, no, nah, I had one. I'm good. Well, I said, at first I was like, no, nah, I don't want one. And then you're like, but yeah. then you kept trying to hand it to me. <laughs> and so eventually I took one. And then within 10 minutes, it just became like this joke that we had where I was like, hey, and you like, you just throw one to me. I just put my hand. Also, yeah. the way that I eat M&Ms is I tear the bag, I'll dump them out, and I'll eat them one at a time. Not so much with you. Oh, no. You rip that bag and just <laughs> dump it down your gullet. You got to dump it in the gullet, and then you let it melt a little bit, and you go, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Once you let the candy coating melt a little bit, oh, that chocolate hits. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh, they're good. So we did end up making it home. But while we were at the cabin, here, I got a uh, video to show you. The entire time, I feel like this should be playing in the background. The entire time, Bree kept saying, and we we ended up driving through a couple of like very woodsy places, yeah, just to like sightsee and stuff. The entire time, Bree was like, "I think we're gonna see a moose this time." I, I never see, see moose, moose when I'm up I there. I think we're gonna see a moose. I really want to see a moose. And I was like, I've, I've been coming up here my entire life. I've never seen a I moose. I literally drove through, like, you go up to, uh, what is that, Two Harbors? Yeah. Grand Marais. Yep. They have that entrance where you can drive there and you can drive. I drove all through, like, the scenic stuff. Never seen Never it. saw a fucking moose. And they've also been decimated because the wolf population has rebounded. Yeah. And they have that weird, like, chronic wasting disease that deer Yeah, there's, have. like, some, like, yeah. It's, it's like their kind of, COVID. It's like a brain parasite yeah. that they get, and they turn them into zombies. But on our way home, as we were driving, like, to Two Harbors, this is the video that we got. Bree just ended up pointing. And she Holy was like, shit. what the fuck is that? It's a moose. It's a fucking moose with antlers and everything. Is that a little one? 
Is that like a baby? I think it's like a teenager. Yeah. I mean, it's big. It's got antlers. Yeah. Look at that ball sack hanging off. Look at that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look at him go. There he goes. All right. They're protected, right? As far Um, as like hunting, right? I don't. You can't hunt a moose, can you? You can. You can. Or at least you used to be able to. But I know that it's a lifetime permit. So like if you and it's a lottery. So like if you're a hunter, you enter to be able to hunt a moose. And if you don't get it that season, you are never able to try to hunt for it again. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, so at least there's like some kind of like crazy stipulation on it. Yeah. Imagine like winning the moose ticket, right? You win the moose ticket, but then you want to give it to your friend or something. And they're like, no, you can't. Return. And then you file a refund. I was, I, I was really stretching for something there. <laughs> I don't think a hunter winning the moose ticket is like me overpaying for a used Lego set that fucking sucked. I do love them, though. I love moose. Yeah, they're cool. They're cool. Well, I got the moose. I got the moose license plate. Yeah, that's right. Because I like them moose. Yeah. I'm a moose it's guy. Like, I'm 6'4". Anything that makes me feel small, I kind of dig. That's why when I go to the state fair and I, I love going to the horse barn. Yeah. Some of those horses are fucking huge. Oh, those Clydesdales. Yeah. Oh, they'll kick you across a football field. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, you know what I like? Panda bears. <laughs> <laughs> I love those things. You give them a stick of bamboo and they have the time of their life. They're the friendliest bears. Did you see that TikTok video? The one stripping the bark off the, t- off the bamboo and eating it? Great. It's the yeah. best. And then once they strip it, they start chomping it. <laughs> oh, panda time. <laughs> We should talk pandas sometime <laughs> in here. Um, should we get into the time warp? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Okay, Wings of the Master Season 2, Episode 7, aired on November 11th, 2015. Um, just heads up, Tweet of the Week. We're going to start doing things like we did today. So... Uh, different segments every episode. So, like, today we had the fitness time and the Vikes versus Queen thing, blah, blah, blah. We had the real man's man. <laughs> Just some different <laughs> things. We're going to mix it up a little bit. So, like, Tweet of the Week, it's building. You know, Garrick was gone for a bit, but he's building up some good ones. And I've keeping my eyes out for some other ones. So, Tweet of the Week, it's not gone. It's just going to be something. We're not going to do the same thing every episode. We're going to mix it up a bit. Sure. Yeah. We, we, we can we can improvise a bit, yeah. don't you think? But we did forget one thing before we get into the time warp. Uh, we're going to have to pick our Sega Bass Fishing sound oh, effect of right. the episode. Um, so, Adam, here we go. Uh, so, 1 to 176. 67. Old 67. Let's see. All right, 67. Okay, this looks like an interesting one. Looks like there's a brief pause. Are you ready to take a listen to number 60? Seven of the Sega Bass Fishing. Oh, the line broke. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the line broke. (laughs) The anguish in that actor's voice. No, I think we've determined that it's a Japanese guy trying to do an American impression, and it just comes out like... Oh, the line broke. (laughs) Are you a a fisherman? Do you fish? No. Have you ever fished? I, I fished. A little bit. When I was a kid, once I was catching sunnies. Yeah. Off, yeah. A, off a, off a. I remember this. It was a harrowing moment in my youth. I was catching sunnies off a dock. Um, up at I think it was like my cousin's place. They live on a lake. And I went back to cast, and I pulled forward. Oh no! It got stuck in my head. 
the hook. And I kept like pulling it. And like, I was like, and then after that, I felt it. And I was like, ah. And so they had, yeah. Um, Those hooks, they got the barbs on them too. Yeah. it. I had a little cut on my head. Oh, no. We yeah. got to get you up to the cabin. I fucking hate fishing, by I'd the way. I'd love to show you how to fish. Well, I don't know. I do enjoy it. He's a man. I'm not a crazy person about it, but when I, I do get the opportunity. started fishing, like, never was a fisherman, like, city boy, started fishing. <laughs> he, whenever you catch a fish, he would make the other people take it off. The, <laughs> 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 and he also made them bait his hook. Like, he wouldn't touch the worms. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, as he grew to like it more and more, he started wearing gloves and doing it himself. My brother... <laughs> Will kind of I don't like I some people have may not like that sensory feel. My my brother will kind of do that where like he'll catch a fish and like typically you grab it like by the gills or by the mouth. And but yeah. But like a lot of these fish have sharp teeth. Yeah. And like my brother will like use a pliers to like kind of like grab its lip and like take the hook out and my brother is like a serious fisherman. Like really is very serious about it and has caught <laughs> Huge fish. Well, I don't know. We got to get you up there. <laughs> I fucking hate fishing. I thought you were gonna ha- you were gonna tell me you had an experience. Like, uh, do you remember the episode of Power Rangers with Billy, the Blue Ranger, where he like goes into a flashback from his childhood, and he's like putting his hand in a pond, and like a fish grabs it, and he takes it out, and is like he has a traumatic experience. Please don't tell me that the big monster was a fish that week. Oh, it absolutely <laughs> was. Yes. <laughs> A hundred percent. What yes. a fucking brilliant show. Yeah. That's writing. And it was like an obvious fake fish <laughs> that they just kind of like yeah. glued to his finger. The wildest thing about Power Rangers was all the Power Ranger scenes when they were in uniform were just from a, a Japanese show. Yeah. It's the greatest idea of all time. Yeah. So all they had to do was like film five minutes an episode. Yeah. It's just B-roll. Yeah. And they AD- That's kind of what they did with Mario 2. Do you know the story about Mario 2? Yeah. Yeah. How it was not in originally a Mario game. It was like Doki Doki Panic or something like that. They just reskinned they the just, characters. They reskinned the characters and released it as Mario in America. Do you know why? Mario they- 2 is the real Mario 2. Is the Lost Levels. Well, the Japanese Mario 2 is the Lost Levels, which you can play, but it was too difficult for American consumers. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. It was too hard for us. So they were like, no, we got to give these dummies something else. I don't know. As a kid playing that, Mario, when I was like five. It was the first fucking I got Mario Duck Hunt was the first video game I ever got. Mario was hard as a kid, like when you're five, six yeah. years old. Yeah, that it I mean it is a hard game. Yes. Like even now, if you get to those later levels, you're gonna struggle. You're gonna Yeah. Go, yeah. But yeah, I, I've played through as, the lost as, levels as a kid, on Super the, Nintendo. I did. As a kid though, I will say I think I had the most fun playing Mario 2. I go, loved Mario. You go too. through the doors into the like parallel shadow dimension. And yeah, shit. and the music was great. Do 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 do. Now the thing is, I got that right when it came out, and I I don't know, I must have been six, seven when Mario two came out. I kept trying to jump on them all, and I was super frustrated because I couldn't figure out why they oh, were yeah, dying. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how long it took me to figure out that I had to pick them up yep. and throw them. I it took. Dude, it was like the most frustrating experience for a Yeah, but then once I figured it out, when you first fight the Birdo and you jump on the egg and, and grab throw it, it at oh, him. it's oh! so satisfying. Oh! Ho, ho! But Charles! <laughs> God, <laughs> right, I need right, to play that game again. All time right. warp, time warp. We'll get you fishing. We'll, oh, yeah. we'll make it a segment. It'll be fine. I don't think that's going to happen. You got 400 bucks? <laughs> no. Okay. 
Hey, well, I got an AT-AT to, AT to buy at some point. I'm building it. <laughs> I'm opening it if you order. <laughs> I'm livid at the world. Um, okay, so yeah, uh, November 11th, 2015. Um, so we have a new number one movie, a new number one song. There will be no clone cast recommends, but I did just realize that I somehow deleted the file for the number one song. Oh, okay. So we'll guess it, and then I'll just play something that I was going to save for the episode. But fuck it, it's a song, and I like it. Okay, um, so do you want to guess the movie or the song first? Let's go movie. Okay, this is a very successful franchise that you really like, and I'm kind of lukewarm on. Oh, We've, I think we've discussed it maybe once or twice. Is it a James Bond picture? Yes, it is. So this was, what's the date again? 2015, November 2015, 11th. 2015, is it Skyfall? No. Uh, uh, Spectre? It's Spectre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spectre is the number one movie in America. Now, I don't know if this song was on the soundtrack, but this particular artist has had James Bond hits before. I Sam think it Smith? Was, no. Oh. I think Skyfall, this... Artist. Adele. It's Adele. Um, and I accidentally deleted the song. It's Adele Hello. Oh, yeah. Hello from the other side. So um, we have a very cool robot in this episode. and so <laughs> Yes, I, we do. I downloaded his theme music, so we'll just play his theme music for you right now. It's BG! <laughs> oh, I am so excited to talk about BG. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so anytime we talk about BG... We're playing that bass line. Oh, in the break, you're yeah. downloading Nights on Broadway. We're playing that at least once or twice before the end of the episode, oh, yeah. too. Chigobata. Remember when I said Chigoba? <laughs> Chigoba. Chigoba. <laughs> I think it's like I take Chibata and uh, and that noise. Like, no, no, the best part, though, is like... I get you saying Chigoba, but like this was like a very sincere version. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of it. I was like, Chigoba. Chigoba. <laughs> I don't know. I'm in a very non-Chigoba mood right now. <laughs> this sucks, man. Oh, uh, before we get into the episode, shout out to Star Wars Skinny. We got a review uh, or a review from Star Wars Skinny. Oh. Five star. And uh, in the review, it was titled Chibata. Oh, well, we certainly appreciate Star Wars that. Skinny, fellow Twin Cityan. Oh, this yeah. is amazing. So check out Star Wars Skinny on Twitter. Uh, also has Star Wars Skinny Podcast. He had, the, uh, he had the Wikipedia guy on, I believe, which is, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, we got to do some collabs here, especially if we get in with a couple of Twin City Star Wars yeah, folk. We do, but that, that would require us figuring out some scheduling, and yeah. we'd have to do that sort of thing. We still haven't even discussed Andor. <laughs> yeah. Now, announcement, we will be discussing Andor with Bo. Yes. Jin My Stardust, Clone Casting Over Mo, will be joining the pod. Uh, we'll have to, tonight we have to figure out a, yeah. some times that would work, and we'll shoot them over to Mo. But, um, so that is that. Uh, oh, the line broke. Should we get in to the episode? Let's do it. Let's do it. Now a word from our sponsors. Hey, you guys. It's Johnny C. McGinley. I'm sure by now that you've heard of the puzzle game Royal Match, and it's King who always seems to get in a pickle. After having seen the ads, just like you, about a thousand times, I figured I'd give it a try. I'm sure glad I did. Honestly, I couldn't, couldn't stop thinking about it once I started playing. It relaxed me. And... There are no annoying ads, which is a, a must for me. Now it's my go-to game that I chill with at the end of the day, either on the couch or on my favorite chair. I say you give it a try. Fantastic. <laughs> All the best. Okay. 
So Did you in, order a cameo? No, that's where. <laughs> are, you know those like those stupid shitty games that you always yeah. see advertised on like Facebook and Instagram, and they always look a lot more fun than they actually are. Anyways, this fucking game, Royal, whatever the fuck. I've been trip. I tripped across this ad with John C. McGinley, and I was like, "Holy shit!" If it's good enough for John C. McGinley, <laughs> yeah, it's that. good enough for me. It was just, but it was kind of like, it, why is he doing this? Like, they can't be, you know. And like this line here, like here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to hit it like, a thousand times. I figured, I'm sure glad I did. I'm so glad <laughs> I did. I'm sure glad I did. <laughs> Honestly, I couldn't. He's so couldn't sincere. Stop about it. Like. I'm sure glad I did. I'm so glad I downloaded this fucking game where you have to pay for power-ups. He's got that Scrubs money. This is a passion project <laughs> if he's doing ads for this no. game. But then, okay, so I saved it. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. And the way he said, I'm so glad I did, I just was roaring with laughter. <laughs> it was so bad. But I was like, why the fuck? And, like, it's shot on his cell phone. Like, hey, I'm checking in. How high were you when you saw this ad? Pretty high. <laughs> You got to admit, it's kind of funny. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it definitely is. I'm so glad I did. <laughs> and the facial expressions of easy. Anyways, so I screen recorded and I saved the audio. Now they've been popping up all the time on my phone. <laughs> and I figured it out. They're just paying people to do cameos. Yeah, of course. And advertise their game. But now they've forgotten to take off. Like with his, they must have cropped it out. They had like the 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 douchebag guy from fucking uh, Shark Tank, Kevin O'Leary or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did one, but it said like in big letters in the bottom left corner, cameo. <laughs> well, no, that's, I feel like there is something they've had to start doing that. Like they have had to crack down on it because too many people were doing that where they were paying a cameo to get someone to advertise for them. Yeah. So like now there's a like cameo, there's a cameo instituted a rule where like, if you're paying this, if this is an advertisement, you have to like put something. They in must it. have spent, but I keep seeing them, and I got one that I'm going to play at the end of the episode that you are going to laugh your ass. Am I going to go nuts? You're going to go nuts. I have it on my phone. I've se- I so I have to convert it still, so we'll do it in okay. the last break. But you are going to go fucking ape shit. It is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> is it for the same game? The same game. What is it? I gotta download this Hold on thing. A second. It's Johnny C. McGinley. I'm sure by now that <laughs> you've heard of the puzzle game Royal Match. And it's King who always seems to get sure in now. After having seen the ads, just like Listen you, about this. a thousand times, I figured I'd give it a try. I'm sure glad I did. Honestly, I couldn't, couldn't stop thinking about it once I started playing. It relaxed me. And I'm so glad there are no <laughs> annoying ads. Okay, so royal match. But I mean, just it looks like look shit. At, <laughs> look at the guy, dude. I look went, at the royal yeah, match guy. <laughs> that went, alone makes me. I went to their Instagram it. just to see like the kind of shit that they post, and so I was looking at the comments. Sure enough, it's like all just boomers that have like oh, wandered onto yeah. Instagram. Like Instagram, like Facebook will slowly die, and it has been dropping slowly and slowly. And now Instagram is the next in the wave to slowly die. Oh, of course. And, but as it slowly dies, boomers infiltrate it. Yes. And so, like, the user base actually is still going up probably because all the boomers are getting on it now. Yeah. And then all of the millennials and Gen Z are going to be deleting it. And that's that's the cycle it's yeah. on. And it, then the same thing but will happen But it was so funny. It was like... Help the king with this week's royal pairing or something like that. It was like, download your Zappa card or whatever. <laughs> and, 
and like I looked at the comments and it was like just some guy with like no followers who's just like, how do I get my Zappa card? <laughs> like all this and just some woman like, I got four Zappa cards if anyone wants to trade. <laughs> It is crazy whenever I fire up the Facebook app because it used to be like I would go on it and I would look at like my relatives posts. Yeah. And now it's like I will get, I don't know, three or four to five random spams or videos before I see one of my relatives. Yeah. I don't know. I have Facebook again. I think we mentioned it previously, but I have it again just because um, the because uh, I the marketplace. marketplace yeah. Yeah. Well, and I need it because of my, like, that's how I hacked my pump, my diabetic pump. It's got nothing for me. I was going to click here to see if there's any crazy comments, but they're apparently not even bothering to suggest articles to me anymore. So there you I go. I think they've given up on me. Just the fact that yeah. he calls himself Johnny C. McGinley. <laughs> it's a great, it's fucking hilarious, man. Hey, you guys. It's Johnny C. McGinley. I'm sure by now <laughs> you've heard of the puzzle game Royal Match. <laughs> And it's King who always seems to get in a pickle after having seen the ads <laughs> That's just silly like King. about a thousand times. I figured I'd give it a try. Are you going to help him get his Rimbo sure cards? Honestly, I'm, <laughs> I'm so glad I stopped did. thinking about it. God damn, man. Are we going to get on Cameo? Why? Because just <laughs> to just see when if I'm scrolling through, books. When I'm scrolling through Cameo and I see like somebody that's got one for like 10 bucks and it's like, youtuber or something and you look at their youtube they got like 60k followers and i'm just like no i never want to be no i have some standards if a clone castanovas want a cameo they can just right we'll now just i'll tell do you it for free yeah just dm me on twitter or tiktok this week and adam and i will make custom cameos for you at some point Oh, we absolutely will. It's going to be great. We'll have a joy doing it, If you want us to read anything specific, like if you want Adam to read, like, I don't know, some Dostoevsky or something. Read it poorly. Yeah, read it (laughs) poorly. We'll do that. So... Uh, Clone Casanova, that's your. You can send us your request. If if we got if we booked our, if we put ourselves up on Cameo and somebody booked like five minutes from us and we spent all five minutes just talking about how fucking stupid it is that they bought a Cameo from us. <laughs> I think it would be better if we spent five minutes doing this. It's Johnny C. McGinley. I'm sure by now <laughs> you've heard of the. Just they, yeah, we just want five minutes of you just freestyle and we just talk about Royal Match the whole <laughs> yeah. time, guys. You've probably heard about that. You gotta get Wild on Royal King match. over in Royal Match. He gets himself into a pickle. Maybe you can help him out. Maybe you can help calm the king down. You want to be his court jester? You should play Royal Match. You know, I was kind of skeptical at first. I was really. You I, gotta, Adam, you were skeptical too, right? You gotta, you gotta introduce yourself as Tommy, though. Something yeah. that you've never right, check called this out, yourself. Check this out. You gotta play off it, though. Okay. okay. All right. Hey guys, it's Tommy B. <laughs> you know. Much like you, I scroll Instagram day to day, and all these ads always pop up. But one actually caught my eye, and I said, you know what? I'm going to give it a try. And that is a game that I'm sure you've heard of by now. And if you're not playing it already, it's called Royal Match. Now, Royal Match, I, th- I was, like I said, I was very skeptical at first. I don't typically like these puzzle games. But you know what? I downloaded Royal Match, and I'm so glad I did. It has changed my life. I think about it day and night. I'm helping the king out, and he gets himself in some pickles. Now, Adam, you were skeptical at first, too, right? Tommy, you're absolutely right. Thanks, Adam. So, I hate <laughs> I've never found these puzzle games interesting, but after downloading Royal Match yeah. and helping that king get out of those pickles, yeah. I'll never poop the same way again. Yeah, I never get off the toilet now that I'm playing Royal Match. 
So if your racist father enjoyed Farmville, <laughs> send him royal match. Wait. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyways. Hey, guys. Johnny C. McGinley. <laughs> <laughs> He's like my favorite fucking character in Scrub. I know. He's a great actor. Yeah. I was just like, dude. But He's on Dana Gould's <clears throat> show. Staying against evil. Like, I don't know. If somebody offered me, say, $400 to do that ad read, I'd do it. Absolutely. But the thing is, like, the cameo ad, like, the, the cross between that, it's like, these people got to know what they're putting their name behind. Like, this is a ridiculous game. No. There's no way that they're actually, like, no, I have integrity, so I'm going to, like, play the game before I put my name to it. No, 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 no. That That's a bygone era. Yeah. These are people that are Watch just leasing out, their though, name that, like, out. The game developer of Royal Match was at, like, the Charlottesville You Will Not Replace Us rally. <laughs> He was one of the Tiki Torch guys. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they got like 50 celebrities tied to his fucking yep. name that way. Yeah. I'm, so I'm just saying if I would be like, uh, I don't need that money. I mean, I would take $400 right now to do it. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah you got to make up for that sweet Falcon money. Yeah. The, duh. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, anyways, the episode. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. get into it. Now, Wings of the Master. I was skeptical at first. But I got to tell you, I watched it. I'm so glad I did. <laughs> well, it's okay. <laughs> Force yeah. sincerity is the best. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about it. Maybe I'm being sincere. Maybe I'm not. Maybe, maybe I'm somewhere in the middle. Who knows? I did predict that this was be a, this would be our lowest rated episode. Okay. Remember? That yeah, was my bold did. prediction. Yep. Uh, so. <clears throat> we got introduced to some fun new characters. Yeah, we did. Um, so, anyways, here we are. Uh, we have... Uh, the Ghost Crew, and they're opening up this episode. They're with the Phoenix Crew. So Ghost Crew, as we know, is now part of the Phoenix Crew. It's all very exciting. Um, and they are on a hollow, and they're trying to do a supply run, but they're running into some Imperial issues. It's going to be our first clip. So they're talking to this guy in the hollow, this little wormy guy, and uh, let's take a look. The Empire has doubled our work quotas and cut our rations. Without your food drop... The weakest among us will starve. Stay strong, my friend. We'll be there soon. You have our deepest gratitude, Phoenix Squadron. So they're bringing supplies to these people that are... How do they sound like they're enslaved to the Empire? The transmission is being jammed. Looks like the Empire came out to welcome us. Attention, Rebel Convoy. This system is under Imperial control. Stand down or be destroyed. What a surprise. Agent Callus. I'll give him this. He's persistent. Phoenix Leader, your pilot's ready? As ready as we'll ever be, Captain Sindula. All fighters, attack formation. Okay. So they encounter, they get to this planet, they encounter quite a large Imperial presence running a blockade. We've got a couple light cruisers. Callus uh, is there hanging out, vibing. He's running this show. Um, <clears throat> they unleash some fighters, so TIE fighters come in. Ezra and Zeb and Kanan get on the guns and the ghost. Uh, Hera's doing a really cool thing where she's like literally like just like calling out locations. Like, Sector B2, fire! You know, like... <clears throat> They're really playing up Hera as like the almighty pilot. That is here. that is something that I wondered. Like, at some point, did the writers be like, "Okay, are we just calling out random coordinates, or is there a?" I'm wondering if like Pablo Hidalgo like did fashion some sort of like 
grid that you base directionally like coordinates yeah. off of well, or I know, like, is when it you, truly yeah. the writers being like I'll just throw Kanan section A5 yeah well I don't know I mean you could probably when you look at Luke's like the grid when he's firing in the Falcon like in a, in a New Hope when he's yeah, on the gun yeah you could label that you could label that like yeah. you know like you turn away for A5 yeah. like that's the grid that the sensor's reading or something like yeah, yeah. that would actually make sense I wouldn't be surprised like it was just that in A New Hope. There was no thought into that. It was yeah. just like, oh, we'll just make it look like this. It looks cool. And then, like, later on, they decided to, no, actually, that's how these turrets work. Yeah. You have sections that you fire at, and I could see that either way. I don't know. You could tweet Pablo Hidalgo. Yeah, I don't think he's working for Lucasfilm anymore, is nah, he? No, but I think he'd still happily reply with an answer. Didn't he get to <clears throat> go for questionable circumstances? I don't think so. I don't think there was anything like untoward, but I think they like let him go unceremoniously. And they it, did like, let him go unceremoniously. And it caused a kind of like big. There was kind an of online. Stir. There yeah. was an online skirmish about it. And yeah, people weren't happy about it. Yeah, yeah. But in the, like, I don't know. <laughs> I hate playing devil's advocate, but like in Disney's defense. He was there just as, like, this guy knows everything about Star Wars. <laughs> like, that was his job description. <laughs> so, like, as they were writing episodes, they would go to him and be like, hey, does this sound right? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was a consultant for all these episodes. Yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting without him around, like, maybe we'll see some big flubs. Yeah. I mean, I'm watching what we've watched, like, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you could argue that Kenobi has flubs in that sense, but at the same time, be like, no, nah, you could justify it in certain ways. Yeah. I don't know. He's a nice guy, though. He'll, like, tweet you back and stuff, and, like, yeah. yeah. If you ever have a question, like, why is there... What, what is this fucking, you know... What is this Aqualush? We, oh, we should find out about <laughs> Aqualush Bull. <clears throat> the only thing that I saw is, like, his own... I want to get that Imperial Transport from that episode of Lego set, and then I'm going to take the Aqualush... <laughs> I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the Aqualush, Pondo Baba. I'm gonna take him, and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna put a new body on him and turn him into Aqualush Bull. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be so fun. The only controversy he has on his Wikipedia is didn't he tweet something after like fans were in an uproar about something, and he tweeted something like, "Who fucking cares?" <laughs> <laughs> that rocks. <laughs> I can get behind that. Yeah, yeah. I've been tweeting Star Wars, trying to get them to follow me. Yeah, I saw that. Ever since Mike Kennedy NFL hit a thousand followers, we've just been going down. Mm -hmm. We're down to nine sixty three. I think some people are like, "What the fuck are these guys talking about all the time here? What's going on here? Why does he keep posting about?" Having sex with cartoon characters. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of liked his opinion on Slave One. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I don't get it. One day we'll pop again. It'll pop. One day. One day it'll happen. You know what I like? What? I like docked ships. Those three A-wings, the way yeah. they came off of that Corvette. Oh. <laughs> now, A-wing guys, when they're in the, when they're in the planning place, uh, when they're planning uh, and everything's going on, they have the weirdest fucking helmets. Like, I, I get it's the A-Wing helmet, but when they animate these, it's it's almost like they've been blinded similar to the Imperial officers. Yeah, with their, you, know, you like, can't see anything. You can't it's, see their It's like a one-way like, mirror. Like, no wonder you're getting shot out of fucking space because you can't see anything. Yeah. The guy's flying blind. Um, But yeah, so Ezra, Kanan, uh, Zeb, they're on guns. Harris calling out locations. There is a um, Tantive Four-style transport that has all of the materials. And Cal is quick. He recognizes it, and they... All the Imperials just fire directly at this transport. And, like, Hera's like, just keep pushing through. It stands like, no chance. No. <laughs> <laughs> when she told 
shoulder to keep <laughs> It was taking multiple shots to the face. And she's like, just keep going. It was hilarious. Like, that ship was so fucked up. It was it was like the levels of the ship that Anakin sent robot piloted or whatever. To there the, were uh, like there were zero there were zero misses. Once he said yeah. focus fire, <laughs> every single shot hit the front of that thing. Like it was exploding in front of her eyes, yeah. shot by shot. Like large chunks were coming off it. And then the guy on the communicator was screaming He's in like, agony. We're not gonna make it through. And Hera's like, just push through. <laughs> She gets promoted after this. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> um, but yeah, the transport just gets completely taken out. And, and after it gets taken out, Hera's like, we got to get the hell out of here. We got to bail. And the A-Wing guy gets blown. The the leader of the A-Wing fighters gets blown up. Well, that was <clears throat> so I was very confused because there were three A-Wings that undocked and started fighting. Plus phoenix leader so there was four a-wings but then in all of the shots you see them flying there's only two which led me to believe that like two or three of the a-wings got taken out by ties but then all of a sudden like there was one back again it was all the continuity was all fucked up they look cool though oh they do look cool they had an interesting design on them especially these ones they had a cool looking design on them that should be your next ucs I'm not going to be buying shit for a you long time. Check eBay to see if there's any good deals on a UCSA wing. I hate this fucking shit, dude. <laughs> Motherfucker, like, just give it back. Yeah. Just give it back then. I mean, he must be sitting there like, wow, I can't believe that happened. He must be on fucking cloud nine. I mean, he literally just got handed $400 for nothing. Nothing. Yeah. All he did was take a package to UPS. That's all he did. That's it. I he he shipped a box to me and I borrow, I rented it from him for four days for five hundred fucking dollars. I gotta crack open that A wing and start building that guy. Well, good for you. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> the rebels jump out of the system. Uh, our next clip. Let's just get let's get on with it. Our next clip is going to be the Phoenix crew planning their next steps. Uh, they come up with a plan. We're going to have some Kanan and Hera followed, and then we're going to have some Ezra and Kanan followed. I was very lazy with my notes, and I was like, well, I'll just throw a long clip in there. Let's take a listen. We must finish this mission. If we try again with our two remaining transports, <laughs> Transport I know I can get at least one through. We don't have much time. <laughs> I know I can get one through our two remaining ships. I agree we must try, but our entire <laughs> fleet is no match for that blockade. There is an alternative. I've been in contact with an engineer who has no love for the Empire and who claims to have built a prototype heavy assault starfighter, a blockade buster. What's the problem? Let's get it. Shipmaster Quarry will only discuss his ship in person on the planet Shantipole. Shantipole? Every pilot in the galaxy knows it's a one-way trip. Hera will go. Kanan, no. <laughs> I, I've got to leave the next round on the blockade. If that fighter gives us a better chance to help Ibar, we have to get it. And no one else is volunteering to go, but I know you will. What do you say, Commander? Oh, that's wild, man. So there's the fallout. I can't believe you volunteered me for this reckless mission. After what happened, the fleet needs Fucking me now crazy. more than ever. Yeah. True, the fleet needs a solution, but one that neither you nor Agent Callus are able to see. Oh, are we talking in riddles now? Is that it? Fine. Or, 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 or. Spell it out for you. We can't beat that blockade. 
Not without a better ship, with better firepower, and the best pilot at the controls. Lyle. If turns out to be everything we hope it is, I still might not make it back in time to help. Then you better hurry. Jesus! <laughs> Jesus! So, I guess that makes me co-pilot. I'm the cockpit. <laughs> I called it. I'm in the chair. I'm co-pilot. Katie, would you tell him I'm co-piloting? You're co-irritating me, both of you. Now strap in. We've got to pick up the last of the supplies. With or without Hera. I'm in a bad mood. I just sent my wife on a death mission. <laughs> it is fucking bonkers how quickly after those pilots are like, no pilot ever comes back from that. He's like, Hera will go. Like, Whoa. does he like her? It's weird. Yeah, did they have a fight that he's really bitter about? It's weird. It's She probably overspent for a Lego on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> he told her, we can't afford that right now. We talked about our budget. <laughs> sent it back. eBay only sent him back 400 Imperial credits. She even, she even said, she was like, I can't believe you volunteered me so quickly. He's like, well. Uh, this yeah. whole thing, like, we've talked about how much we like them as a couple. This is fucking weird. This is trouble in paradise. Yeah. Like, this is... Yeah, I'm volunteering you to go on basically a suicide mission. Yeah. To, so we can maybe get our two remaining transports. <laughs> <laughs> These fucking ships don't grow on trees. No. Like, what are they doing? I can't remember if it's Sato or Hera, but someone talked about it. Like, like, you can tell that the Phoenix Squadron leader, like, is a skilled pilot. And the fact that he's dead, like, hurts them. That's like that is how the Luftwaffe, like the Nazi Air Force, like that was their demise. Is they, they lost kept, some great pilots. They kept sending up all of their best pilots because they were like, "We're getting our asses kicked." You guys get up there, and before they knew it, like anybody that knew anything about flying was fucking dead. So like they just. They kept putting 16-year-olds in planes. They go, like, take this Messerschmitt. And they're like, okay. And they get they... Randy Quaid and throw <laughs> yeah, him up there. Yeah. I fly. I'm pilot. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> One of the greatest scenes. Yeah, yeah. God, Randy Quaid was so funny. I know. I love him, man. It's depressing watching yeah. his arc. <laughs> Isn't he, like, hiding in Canada or something? Yeah. Like, he's in, like, uh, Newfoundland or I something he's, like, like that? he's, like, big in a queue and that type of stuff. Yeah. I mean, one of our Canadian clone cast, and I was going to go uh, do like a special segment, like finding, finding Randy. I wonder if Dennis is still in touch with him. I don't know. Dennis is starring as Ronald Reagan in a movie. Oh, yeah. I know that they are not looking <laughs> eye to eye when it comes to politics, but I was wondering if he still no, is, I, like, I just in think it's funny that Dennis Quaid is playing Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. God. He's not, not a great dude. Do you think Nancy's going to be sucking everybody off in that movie? <laughs> I should hope so. <laughs> this is going to be accurate biopic. Yeah. You know, there better be a disclaimer if she's not. Yeah. There no Nancy Reagan sucking scenes. If it's P if it's PG-13, we know that they failed us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We'll have to see what the rating is. I'm 100% not going to see that movie. Oh, yes. This sounds terrible. Me too. What are you fucking what like what is it just going to be him sitting around like Talking Eating about jelly beans. Yeah, he's gonna, yeah, he's just gonna be like, give me jelly beans and inject drugs into our inner city, and you know, twenty five years later, here we are, and they're like, well, they're Democrat controlled cities. It's like, you motherfuckers created all these problems. Ugh. greatest country on the planet.
eBay sure thinks so. <laughs> hey, if, if I'm that guy that sold me that fucking it Millennium Falcon, back to eBay. capitalism's working for him, baby. Really? He greased those wheels properly. Uh, okay. So um, we get to the Phantom. Um, they arrive. I forget the name of the planet. Sorry. Uh, but they arrive, and Hera's like, okay, we're going to go in. We're in the atmosphere, but we're, it's going to be a rough landing. And, and Zeb's like, Why? And Hera's like, well, the atmosphere here tends to mess with the power ships, as in, like, completely knocks out their power. So you're basically just, like, falling. <laughs> you're falling. <laughs> Which, like, <laughs> why are we here? She does have a line later in the episode. I'm like, yeah. Why didn't we do that? Yeah. Um, but it's wild. Um, but, yeah, so they enter the atmosphere, and there's, like, lightning strike. They take a lightning strike or some sort of electrical damage, and the Phantom... Fucking, I mean, it looks like the thrusters are still on, but it's not doing anything. Yeah. It's implied that she's kind of gliding at this point, yep. and she loses control. Um, so they run into, there's like a bunch of like, um, there's a bunch of spires, like rot, natural spires on this planet. And she runs into one, the, the Phantom takes some damage. But she does, as they're coming down, she notices this landing strip that is on one of these spires, like a flattened spire. And that's where they need to go. So um, she comes in for a hard landing, lands it, but they almost fall off the edge of this landing strip. And it's kind of like Jurassic Park 2 um, when they're hanging off of the cliff. <laughs> the giant RV. Yeah, the giant RV. And they have to, like, move all their weight to, yeah. you know. like So they do that. They end up jumping out of the ghost as it feels like it's about to fall. But then they notice somebody is there. And this person has got it like a little toe hooked up to it and is pulling it back. Oh, yeah. Uh, to There's safety. somebody there. All right. Yeah, there is. Um, I don't know if you're thinking. I mean, let's meet that somebody. Yeah. Who are you? Your quarry, right? Captain Rex sent us. <clears throat> ah, you're here about my ship. <laughs> Any landing you can walk away from is a good one. After a good landing, you can still fly the ship. Yeah. You know this is a terrible place for ships. Uh, the perfect place to test them. If it can fly here, it can fly anywhere. And it's also the last place the Empire would look. Come, let's get out of this wind. Most of them crash. There she is. What do you think? I call it the bleed wing. It's a red bee. That's wing. a ship. Is it upside down? Looks like it's been through a garbage masher. Oh, this is one of my most advanced designs. Fast, agile, a narrow attack profile. And it packs a punch. <laughs> Intensity blasters, ion cannons, and proton torpedoes. Great. I can't wait to take it out. The fleet really needs this. A fleet, huh? What makes you think she's yours just for the taking? Okay, so they came there to get this uh, game-changing ship. But uh, now it's a Mon Cal. A very short Mon Cal. He's like yeah. the Danny DeVito of Mon It's like Cal's. if Nadar Veb just really let himself go. Yeah. Uh, he's not going to give it up, though. Um, 
but that's not the character that I was most excited about. I know. There now, is, a, there is just... an astromech with a forklifting certification. <laughs> 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 he hasn't been named yet, but... Yeah. That's your preview of his name. It was the fact that they were like, holy shit, okay, we get to the back of the Phantom, and then they all got back to the back of the Phantom. They stabilized, and by the time they were walking off of it, that astromech was already on top of the Falcon <laughs> with his fucking forklift. He was the ghost on top of it. So we'll get a name here in a moment. Yeah. This guy is fucking awesome. Yeah, he is. He is one of the coolest characters that we've gotten introduced to so far. Yep. Um, heads up for power rankings. <laughs> I might give him 50 points. I might. Sorry, he's running the table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's, we'll get to him, though. I mean, he's such a minor character. I know. But every time he's, he's on screen, you're like, yeah. <laughs> we need a black series of him. Absolutely. I checked. There's no minifig yet. <laughs> no minifig. We need him. Give I us know. That sh- I'll buy that shitty B-Wing. How the fuck is that B-Wing not a Lego set? They've barely released any Rebel ships. And it's a completely unique B-Wing, yes! too. Yes! It would make a good set. It's I, crazy. Now, I'm not a big B-Wing guy. Don't like them. I think they're my least favorite wing. Okay. Um, I call them the boring wing. <laughs> you know what I was going to get that I should have got? You know, uh, one of our favorite podcasts, whenever they do a lame joke, they do the Bill Maher music. I really want to steal that bit. New rules. <laughs> yeah. New rules. B-wings are boring. <laughs> Does the B stand for boring? <laughs> and then he's like, oh, what? That wasn't that bad. And then he like waves his hands. There was like a year where I watched real time. Yeah. And I feel like there was a text one night I sent to you where I said, I don't think I've laughed once at new rules. <laughs> no. I saw him when I was in my Bill Maher face. That's what, like, I've mentioned it before in the podcast. Like, I was just like a lib. Oh, yeah. We like, both I were. was like, you know, if Hillary would have won, I just would have stayed lib. Yeah. You know? Yep. Um, so, like, it was the night I saw him live, stand-up comedy, uh, former best friend slash girlfriend, and I went. Yep. Because we would always watch it together. And I don't know if we ever laughed either. But we just were like, <laughs> I don't know. It was like going into the election and like we were just enthralled by I mean, fucking the dumbest guy ever running. You know, and it's just absurd. Let's see what Rob Reiner has to say against this white supremacist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the night we saw him doing live comedy, it was at the State Theater. And it was the night that the pussy tape dropped. Oh, yeah, yeah, The grabber. Yep. Yeah, that shit dropped. The Access Hollywood tape dropped that day. And, like, I remember, like, texting my buddy who was, like, a Trump guy. And I was just like, well, I guess it's over for you, huh? And he's like, fuck, this sucks, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> just riding high. Let's go Hill Dog. Hill Dog. <laughs> uh, but, like, little him- did you know it was only over for one person. And yeah. that person, Billy Bush. Yes. Yeah, poor Billy Bush. <laughs> Bushy. Billy's just there trying to just trying to like yuck it up with a celebrity. <laughs> just being a sycophant. Literally his job description yeah, is literally, to yuck it up with celebrities. Yes, he's being a sycophant. That's literally what like it's probably just became his personality. But like <laughs> he's dude, you cannot put him on anything anymore. But the other guys fucking became the president. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Oh, the fortunes have changed. The other guy stole classified documents in his on Fox News talking about, oh, in his mind, he declassified <laughs> them. And yeah. half the country is like, yeah, that sounds about right. Man, I wish that was a valid legal defense. <laughs> in my mind, I wasn't driving drunk. I, in my mind, I was sober. I told myself I was sober. So that person I ran over, I can't be liable for that. Just the dumbest shit, dude. It's crazy. Weird, wild, wacky stuff. But I was just kind of a lib. But when I saw him do comedy stand-up, I can't remember the joke, but I died. (laughs) It was something about a raccoon. I can't remember. It was like a raccoon getting run over or something. But, like, I don't remember what the joke was. That's the the thing. But I just, I, probably the hardest I've ever laughed during stand-up. And I was just blown away that I was that amused by a Bill Maher I joke. know like I know the guy's talented the thing that bugs me though is he's like so he's so big on this like fucking cancel culture thing yeah where he blames it on everything and like he will tell jokes that's the thing that got me to like stop watching he will tell jokes that are just not fucking funny and like no one will laugh at it and he'll be like oh is that too offensive for you and it's yeah. like no Bill the joke wasn't fucking funny yeah and, like, when he got in hot water, when he said the N-word. Yeah. And it's like, that joke, one, don't say that. It's, yeah. But it's a terrible fucking joke. It's not, it's not even funny if it wasn't offensive. Yes. It's, and, it, and, like, why is he still railing on about cancel culture? Motherfucker, you're still on TV. Yeah. You're still, like, every fucking week you're on TV after that. Like, he's still, what cancel culture? He's still touring regularly. Yeah. Like, what cancel culture are you talking about? It's so fucking absurd. Yeah. Like, all these people that shout about cancel culture, it's like, you're not even canceled. You still have a platform. Yes. Like, what are you fucking talking about? Like, if they hate cancel culture so much, well, okay, well, let's put, should Kevin Spacey still be in fucking movies? (laughs) If you hate cancel culture that much, should we be giving Kevin Spacey jobs? No. As big of a lib as, like, Jon Stewart is. He did say the best thing I've ever heard a celebrity say about cancel culture. He said the f- I heard him in an interview talk about like he said the funniest thing I think about cancel culture is everybody that seems to complain about cancel culture can't seem to shut the fuck up about it. And it's like it's absolutely true. No, it's just nobody's a- fucking canceled. They keep talking about it. It's just a personality trait. Yeah. I mean, that's really all it is. And like the people that espouse it are the ones that, you know, I mean, this is what I've said it before. This is what you asked for. If the comp, the multi-billion dollar company decides you've become a liability because you won't shut the fuck up about something that's offensive to people. <laughs> Get on out. We well, got money the, to make, baby. Yeah. Like, wh- this is this is capitalism 101. Yeah. Like, they're going to do whatever's most profitable for their company, you fucking idiots. Like, it's it's not a thing. We got shareholders to please. Yes. It's not a thing. It's really not a thing. No. You know, you, you know, dip your toe in the fucking water. You know how warm it is. You know what you can swim in. If anything, they'll cancel you and then create another platform to give you another platform. Yeah. They literally create shitty Daily Wire movies now. We got to watch that Hunter <laughs> Biden movie. We got to watch that. Oh, my that. God. That will be torture. I know. It's going to be great. Oh, God. I can't wait to watch it. We could watch a different one. I was thinking about signing up for a free trial for that, like, uh, uh, the Jesus streaming. (laughs) (laughs) Like, praise praise streaming or something. half of those movies about some kid that dies and then comes back to life once he goes to heaven. And and then he, like, paints a picture of Jesus because he (laughs) met him. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, but like those are like the high quality production wait, ones. Wait, 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 <laughs> wait, wait. Is that the plot of what's that weird movie where like Jennifer Garner and the guy like grow a kid in the backyard? <laughs> Do you know that movie? <laughs> Vaguely, it's like the Odd Life of Timothy Green or okay, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think I've heard of it. Yeah, I only remember the the like DVD cover, and it's like the kid's legs, and like there's a little sprout growing out of one of them. It's like fuck, that looked like it sucks. That's all. Like I can't get past the that, cover. I remember that now. That's one of one of those blockbusters where you couldn't walk past, it. and like <laughs> if it's movie night with the family, and like your dad like grabs it and kind of looks like, at it, he's like, no. oh, this looks interesting. It is the, you know what it is? It's the anti-Jack. It's the anti-Jack. <laughs> Whereas Jack had the greatest cover of all time. Just Robin Williams like, ah! <laughs> this, this was the anti-Jack. Yeah, and at least Jack, it had a sappy, like, plot line, but at least you had the genius of Robin Williams to get something out of it. Do you have one? I have one that I'm thinking of right now. Shitty cover that I couldn't avoid because a parent wanted to watch it. Oh, no. Do you have one? <laughs> I don't have a shitty cover. I but... don't even know if it's that shitty of a movie, but for the age range I was in, I was like, I do not want to watch this shit. <laughs> like, I wanted to rent Dumb and Dumber again or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? It was Simon Birch. Oh, which one was Simon Birch? He's that little kid that, like, yeah. I don't know, like, I think... um. The school bus, it's yep. not a real story. But Is the that the one where he's got the backpack and he's, like, looking back like this? Yes. Yeah. And he's, like, the little kid. I don't know. He's, I think he might have, um, he may be a little person. I'm not sure. He was but in like a he bunch saved, of stuff. He saved a bunch of kids' lives. Like, the, the plot was he saved a bunch of kids' lives. Like, when a bus went off, like, the school bus went off the road and went into the lake. And then he, like, was able to, like, I don't know. Maybe, I don't remember. But I did not. <laughs> I did not want to watch that shit, but my dad, like, like it was always like you'd walk by it the first week, and they'd look at it. The next weekend, they'd look at it, and you just know that it's slowly building to them, being like, well, there's only two left now, and it might not be in stock much longer. We got to get it. <laughs> Is that the cover you're talking about? Yes! <laughs> So it's got Ashley Judd and is that Oliver Platt? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love Oliver Platt. Yeah. Uh, Fuck that movie, though. Another one that I think people actually like, but every time I saw it, I don't know why. I was just like, this shit sucks. I do not want to watch it. The Adventures of Milo and Otis. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, fuck that shit. That was awful. Yeah. I cried tears for I don't want to see animals in peril. No. Ever. Like, don't. No. Did you hear that Dr. Oz shit? No. Oh, oh no, dude! I know he's already getting his ass kicked in like any kind of polling. I don't even. I'm not even gonna say it. Like in one of the podcasts I listened to, they mentioned it was some testing on puppies. I'll just say oh, that. Oh Jesus and Christ! He participated in it, and I'll leave it at that. He is a fucking piece of shit. Oh yeah, he's he's a grifter, like unapologetically remember how we were talking about things falling into a volcano being funny yeah did you see that tiktok i sent you <laughs> oh that was a good one <laughs> i don't know what it was it just looked like a trash bag but that got that shit roaring yeah okay so speaking of of shitty like, album covers <laughs> shitty movie covers movie covers that like at the rental store you're like fuck i hope my dad yeah. doesn't see this <laughs> <laughs> bicentennial <laughs> <laughs> I remember being like 12 oh, and being like, please, oh. no, please, please, no. This is a little bit later era, but 
when I worked at Walmart, we would always end up having to restock this DVD because families kept buying it. And I was like, I have never wanted to just like destroy a DVD <laughs> cover more than this. Secondhand Lions. Oh my god! <laughs> it's Michael Caine and I think Robert Duvall and then um, Haley Joel Osment. Oh yeah. It was seven ninety nine yep. at Walmart, and like people yep. are saying, "You got that secondhand lion?" This is the one I've seen clips of on Facebook when the video starts playing automatically, where Robert Duvall like kicks some twenty three year old's ass because yeah. he's like <laughs> not respecting his elders, and then boomers <laughs> think yeah. it's very exciting. Yeah. Oh my god, it's awful. It looks so. It's all in a farm. Fuck that, dude. It's awful. God, how? But are you we- know what? That should have been my first red flag. I was like two months into dating the evangelical. And she was like, we got to watch Secondhand Lions. <laughs> that should have been my sign to run. It should have been right then. Yeah, not the first two DUIs, but the the, the cover. Yeah, that'll, that's the... Well, she already had those when we got... That's what I'm saying. I like, thought you had sobered up. Those weren't the red flags. Yeah. Yeah. No. Watching Secondhand Lions. That was the big one. Yeah. And that's when I worked in special ed, and it, we watched it the night... Before the new school year started. So my last night of summer, I spent watching secondhand lions. Yeah, so you got to watch Robert Duvall kick the shit out of that 23-year-old. He does kick the shit out of him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's it's perfect for boomers to be like, yeah, that's what I'd do. It's like, no, you wouldn't. Yeah, and then you would have assault charges filed against you. Yeah. I guess we should get back to the episode. How did we get on that tear? Um, Nadar Veb letting himself go. Um, we were talking about, uh, BG, BG. Oh, Why am I the only one harmonizing? Okay. That's Bee Gees. I don't know. We just revealed his name without even... I know. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> We're idiots. <dude. laughs> okay. So Bicentennial man. Yeah. We see Hera. The next scene is working on fixing the Phantom. The comm system is fried. Um, and the BG rolls by it, and <laughs> Quarry is just like, yeah, BG's uh, helped me bring you some parts here. Fucking legend. Yeah. BG's so cool. <laughs> He's so cool. Um, so BG, the astromech and Corey bring some parts and they're like, yeah, this should help you fix up your ship. But he does reiterate, like, I'm not letting you fly the B wing necessarily. Well, I, it's, this is such a weird, this episode. is the, we- this is the part that I found puzzling. Cause he said that like a real pilot would know how to land their ship. So that's the thing that he's like every using. When, when she was trying to land the ship in those spires, there was like wreckage everywhere. Yeah. Of ships that tried to land. Like I could not figure out like he needed someone to land it perfectly and he seems to like not want to get involved but at the same time wants to get involved can we talk about quarry's just life yeah he lives on a spire on a planet that's almost like near impossible to visit because of the atmosphere and it seems like his living quarters are just an airplane hangar yeah he lives in an airplane hangar with a prototype (laughs) b-wing and granted a really fucking cool astromech (laughs) yeah but uh, how does he even get food like he's 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 like a thousand feet in the air. What is it? Like, 
Does he scale down the spire to go his monthly rations? Like <laughs> downtime, he shoots one of those big ass pterodactyls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's pterodactyls. Feasts, yeah. feasts on the things. Yeah, they're caridax. Uh, Kiradax. Kiradax. Is that what they were? I think so. Yeah. On the wings of, of Kiradax. Yeah. That episode kind of sucked when I think about it. <laughs> that was one of the weaker ones of seasons. Well, those, wait. It had those crazy cool, like, droids, though. And they had the funny talking uh, villagers. Kuachatua. <laughs> 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 and Tag was translating. <laughs> yeah. That you episode fucking rules. Yeah, it does. <laughs> And then they fought in War of the Worlds. Yeah, yeah, that has that episode rocked. That one was that one was cool. When I think the reason I find their voice so funny now is because we saw the Crystal Crisis. Yes, that first scene where they're flying in on a Kiradak, yep. and it's just that one that lizard man, <laughs> <laughs> and we just burst out laughing. <laughs> it's so stupid. Okay. <laughs> So anyways, BG, Quarry brings him as far as to fix up the Phantom, but he does reiterate, like, it's my B-Wing, blah, whatever. Anyways, um, we see Callus. He's checking in with his commander, and he left his commander there to run that blockade. He's like, the rebels will return. Their greatest weakness is how much they care or something like that. I don't know. This is just fascist shit being said. It's a really, really tough weakness is how much they care about other people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I... <laughs> They don't even, like, try to conceal how just miserable they are. Oh, yeah. The Empire is just purely just, like, mask off. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, it really is just, like, complete mask yep. off at all times. Like, they don't even have to sell it to each other. <laughs> no. It's fucking absurd, dude. Um, so, um, our next clip is going to be Hera and Quarry talking, and this is where Hera starts to make an impression on Quarry. If you didn't have to drag us all the way out here... Could have just transmitted the plans to Rex. Yeah! Why would I hand over my ship to just any pilot? Would any pilot risk their life to come to this death trap? Perhaps not. So why did you? I was a little girl when the Clone War came to Ryloth. My mother hid us below ground, but I'd peek out when the Republic ships flew over as they fought to liberate my world. I dreamt of nothing more than to be up there with them. So you left your family to fight? I left my family so I could fly. As a combat pilot? If we want freedom, we must make difficult choices. I chose to leave my family. I chose to learn to fly. And then I chose to use that ability to help others in need. It's all rooted in something I can't explain. A need to be up there. You hear those cured Because even when there are explosions all around me and things are at their worst, I feel like I'm... At my best. We've wasted enough time. There are beings in need of help, and my ship is in need of a pilot. All right. So, Corey is fucking puzzling. He yes. like acts like a pacifist, but he also like equipped his ship with like a crazy strong weapon. It's very weird. And then we find out another thing about him in a minute here, where it's just like interesting. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Um, we get to the ghost and Kanan, Ezra, and uh, Chopper. They dock with a cargo freighter. Um, and Kanan is going to be taking all the cargo onto the ghost. And he's like, it's harder for them to hit the ghost, so we might be able to slip by the block. They are really hell-bent on getting these supplies. There is just We'll blow up any of our ships just to get this foodstuffs down this there. This is such a stupid and, like, plan. And the thing about it is, the thing where it like, really, like, put my mind in like a pretzel 
was like they were holocoming with this person on the planet. And the person seemed to be implying that they were slaves, though. Like, our rations are really low. They're working us in all these awful conditions. It's like... That doesn't sound like they need food. It sounds like they need to get, get the them the fuck, fuck out of there. there. Like, yeah. maybe we should be planning a rescue mission. Like, so you're going to drop food for a week? <laughs> and they're going to share it amongst themselves? Like, imagine, like, the allies rolling into a concentration camp being like, we're going to leave you here, but here's some fucking Subway sandwiches. Here's some Chewy bars. Yeah, like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, it makes no sense to me. Like, why are why are we we just want to we're going to blow up all these ships to drop a week's worth of food down to these people who are just going to be completely fucked at the end of that week. Yeah, it's like, crazy. You should be thinking bigger than this. I mean, I know I well, and it doesn't solve anything. It just prolongs the awfulness. And to get back to Hera's horseshit plan in the beginning where she's like, just keep pushing forward. <laughs> keep pushing forward. Kanan's plan now seems to be like Hera wasn't pushing them forward enough. Now yeah. we just need to push forward even more. We just need a more sh- a ship that's better maneuverable. <laughs> yeah. we, got, we, need, we need a more versatile ship to get in there. <laughs> just, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's weird. It's wild. Oh, anyways. I expect more out of these people. Yeah. Um, yeah, but so Kanan takes on a bunch of supplies. We get back to uh, Hera. She is boarding the B-Wing. She's going to take it out for a test fly. And this is where we find out that Quarry, despite building ships, he doesn't even fly. No, it's too dangerous it's for too him. dangerous. <laughs> and so he's like, I, it might not even work. I've never tested it. And right then, like as soon as Zeb, Zeb gets mad and literally threatens to kill him. Yeah. He's like, I will throw you off this cliff if this doesn't work. Um, so there's that. <laughs> but then he does the best move ever. Is he like offhandedly talks about like, well, I'm not a pilot. It's too dangerous to fly. And then Zeb's like, if that ship crashes, I'll kill you. And then Corey like looks over at the at the ship and gives a like double thumbs up <laughs> as Harris <laughs> taking off. It's wild, man. So Hera takes it for a spin and does some real fancy flying. Um, this is like, I don't know, it's like a it's like a three-minute scene in Top Gun where they're just doing moves. You yeah, know? it's a flying and montage. It's a flying montage. Um, Corey's super hyped. He's like, I, I, I told you. <laughs> um, well, and it, it, it's, it like psychs you out for a second where you think it crashes, and then she comes flying back up. Yeah, it's very triumphant. Yes. Um, but... Um, Hera ends up landing it, and she's like, okay, yeah, that's really impressive. It is cool to see a B-Wing in action where the cockpit stays, like, stationary. Yeah. And the whole, like, ship kind of revolves around it. Yeah. And the cockpit stays, like, level. Yeah. I think that's, like, how they originally were intending the ship. But the way that they filmed it in in 1980. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But um, she tests out the weapons as well. And at first she's like, these aren't great. You know, these lasers are okay, but I'm going to need more firepower than this. He's like, well, hit that button. And like, then she just completely takes out this spire with like this. It literally looks like a Death Star ray kind of. Like the lasers like, converge yeah. into Converge and then to a larger one and then shoot. It looks like the Death Star only red. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, she lands and she's like, yeah, the targeting could use some work, but it's a really impressive ship, this and that. And Sabine's like, oh, I can help with the targeting. And... Corey's like, no, it's my ship. I'll work on it. She's like, don't ever come between a Mandalorian and weapons or something. Yeah, like that. something like yeah. that. Um, it is a part of her religion, after all. Yeah, it is a part of her religion. Weapons are a part of my religion. The great thing is about the Mandalorians, like, that's literally a shirt you would see a chud wear. Yes, it is. They, I think it actually is oh. like a popular chud Speaking shirt. Speaking of which, while I was at the cabin, I forgot to show you another picture I took. 
On our way home, we stopped by a place in Two Harbors to get pie. <laughs> and there is a guy with a concert tee on, and I had to take a picture to show you. He was he was standing at the truffle counter. Oh my god! It was a it's a Kid Rock twenty twenty two tour T shirt. That guy has got to be seventy years old. Look at it! <laughs> it's brand fucking new. <laughs> <laughs> that guy has got to be seventy years old. Look at him! <laughs> And he's buying chocolate truffles. Look at his shoes. They're lime green. Man, he's a funky old guy. <laughs> oh, did you see uh, Turning Point uh, has started advertising their uh, America Fest or Freedom Fest no. or something like that in Phoenix? No, I did not see that. <laughs> the it looked they tried to make like a Coachella, a Coachella fucking design for like the people appearing. You know, like Coachella when they release, yeah. like they have a cool, like unique graphic design with all the names of the artists and the really big names are on top and they're big. And like they tried doing that with the turning point thing. Like it's like this graphic, uh, you know, it's this kind of like a drawing of the, of the desert with some like lush colors, some lush purples and stuff. And then like they have all the names and it's like Charlie Kirk, <laughs> Candace Owens. And then like you get towards the bottom, man, they shafted over poor Mike Lindell. <laughs> Mike Lindell got the little font. And he was towards the end. He was with like uh, he was with like Lauren Bulbert. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, Tim Pool. <laughs> oh, we gotta go. Oh man, fuck, fuck celebration. We gotta go to that. Tim Pool. He's gonna be warm in Phoenix with that yeah. stocking cap on. There was something that they had out in Somerset. Somerset's right over the border of Minnesota and Wisconsin. They had like a it's thing, basically a St. Paul suburb. Yeah, basically, it's by Stillwater. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they have that big amphitheater out there where they used to have like Ozfest and shit. Like they, Mike Lindell threw a freedom thing there, <laughs> and then, I, that's where Jordan Klepper interviewed him. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, man, that guy's a fucking hilarious dude, Mike Pillow. Yeah, apparently the last My Pillow store shut down in the Mall of America. They still had a huge uh, booth at the State Fair. Really? Yeah. He was probably getting a lot of online orders, but I'm assuming the traffic ain't too great for the stores. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody that's ordering them is in like Helena, Montana and Boise, Idaho. Yeah. Like they don't have stores there. You have like a you have a trading post that you go to every two weeks. <laughs> Load up the wagon. <laughs> His business model is let's take memory foam pillows from other companies, shred them, put them into a sack. And that's our memory foam pillow. <laughs> I've never tried a my pillow. Neither have I. I've heard they fucking suck. (laughs) (laughs) The great thing is, like, when he came up with the idea, it was like his last night being completely blasted on crack. (laughs) (laughs) His story is so dumb. I want to go back to that, Mike Lindell. (laughs) Yeah. I want to see him, like, lose it. If you look up old photos of him, it's fucking nuts. Like, he looks like a mess. I, who do you think goes harder, Mike Lindell or Hunter Biden? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine getting those two together? You know what you should do? That would be, hey, if, if he really thinks the election is stolen, I don't think everybody, anybody's ever going to agree with you, buddy. But how about this? You versus Hunter Biden. We're going to redo the whole election. We're going to do a crack off. Yeah. Who can smoke the most crack? <laughs> and sleep with the most <laughs> i think hunter's just smoking under the table god yeah hunter would put him under in minutes <laughs> like hunter would i don't even know i don't even know i what... know it's been brought up a million times but my favorite thing about hunter biden is all of the leaked photos and everything all of the women that he's fucking 
are at least 37 years old. Like, they are all so age appropriate. It's not even funny. There was something that they were trying to accuse him of with his like niece. They were they were doing the headline like underage girls found on Hunter Biden's laptop, but they were pictures of his niece and they weren't inappropriate. It was just like pictures of pictures in uncle would take of their niece. But they were on his computer, so they were trying to, like, sensationalize them. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I think the co-tweeted one. I think it was Hannity that tweeted it out. And it's like, new picture of Hunter. New pictures of Hunter Biden. Um, he's at, like, a water park, like, naked. And, like, he's with, like, a bunch of, like, prostitutes. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's fucking cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but also, he's... Like, you're not doing a good job of has, slandering him. He has photos of fucking ladies at rehab. And they're, like, 40-year-olds. Like, they are, like, age-appropriate. Look, obviously, the guy is fucked up. Yeah. And he's got a lot of demons. And he's probably a piece of shit. But, like, they do such a terrible job of slandering him. Yeah. Like, it's just, like... It's like anything they say only makes him cooler. And it's just, it's funny too. It's like, oh, he got a job with some oil company um, because his dad is the vice president. Oh, fucking, oh, that's shocking. Yeah. Like, oh, Jared's doing $2 billion deals with the Saudis. Like, but he got a job paying him like $100,000 a month. Yeah. But and they think it's like this different. big thing. It's like, yeah, they're all shady in a certain way. But like, look who's fucking talking. They're like the biggest shit. grifters of all. Um, yeah, so... Um, so back to this horse shit plan that they got cooking. Yeah, so right after Sabine's like, well, I'll help you with this, and she kind of basically says, no, I'm helping you with this. Um, BG rolls up. <laughs> so yeah, BG rolls up, and he was able to get a page from Kanan. He received it. So BG's really coming in handy there. Um, and Kanan notifies them, like, yeah, the second attack on the blockade is about to happen. Um, so our next clip is going to be some issues that they're having with this B-Wing prototype. We need to get moving. The second attack is about to commence. Well, we've got a problem. The energy drain from the multi-cannon firing system killed the hyperdrive. And basic, please. Ugh. The weapons work, but we've got no light speed. Well, that has been a problem. It's been a problem? You, you mean you knew about this? What'd you expect for a prototype? There are all sorts of adjustments that need to be made. For instance, I don't even like this paint job so much. Come face. I want to see if you can fly. Hang on, hang on, Zeb. Easy. There must be a way to solve this. Oh, it's a shame I had BG install that other hyperdrive on the Phantom. You what? I don't like seeing a ship that can't fly. During the repairs, I upgraded it, because if you don't have a hyperdrive, you can't fly far. You beautiful, crazy Mon Calamari! That's the answer to our problem! Right, right, what's the answer? Okay, so some issues there with the B-Wing, but he installed a new hyperdrive BG on... fucking rules. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're going to be able to get out of there on the Phantom now. They're going to be able to join the battle and they're just going to put the B-Wing. They're going to dock it on the bottom of the fucking thing and just haul yeah. it there. Yeah. It's a convoy. Fuck. I should have had that ready. Um, so we see the rebels arriving back at the blockade. Uh, Callus quickly identifies that the ghost is the one carrying all the supplies and he's like, yeah, just fire at the ghost. Like yeah, ignore it took everything him else. No time to figure that one out. Um, all of a sudden, though, it's like it's like the on your left scene 
in <laughs> in the Avengers when like Captain America's beaten and then all of a sudden like the fucking portal first portal opens up and Hera all of a sudden comes over the comm and the Phantom rolls up and drops off the B wing and Hera's just like all right here I go and just fucking just they're like uh, that's an unidentified vessel we don't know what the fuck it is the Imperials and Hera just goes straight at these this one light cruiser so i think it's two light cruisers and then there's the cool gazanti class yeah um that's holding on to all the tie fighters um so Hera just charges in oh it's three three light cruisers okay one or two gazantis yeah so uh Hera and sabine are on the b-wing sabine is on a turret in the b-wing um and they just get in really close like Hera's doing some nifty flying they get in really close and then they shoot that death star ray yeah <laughs> and they literally blow up a fucking <laughs> makes a, a quick a star destroyer light cruiser yeah it's absurd like just smokes like this is the most powerful ship ever yeah it's absurd i wish we would have seen this thing in action in return of the jedi yeah yeah like this thing would have been fucking shit up man you fly a couple of those bad boys at the death star they nuke that thing out of existence in no time. Yeah. These things are. It is cool dealers. too. Like I didn't. I never realized that there was like a tail gunner position, like in the bottom of the thing that someone yeah. sits in. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't love them, but I will say this is my favorite one. Yeah. It and it's unique. I would buy this. I would buy a Lego set. Yeah. Of this. I always love the B wing. I still don't know. I can't rank it above any other ship. But. Yeah. I still loved it just because how unique it was. Yeah. It was so different than all the other ones. It is. I just, when I was a kid, I was kind of like, oh, but I remember that thing. Do you remember Rogue Squadron for 64? Uh-huh. N- Nintendo 64. The Rogue Squadron, you could like walk around the hangar as you unlock ships. Yeah. And you walked up to them to like get in them. I remember getting so excited once I unlocked the B Wing. And there's like one specific mission where you needed to use the B Wing. And I remember using it and being like, was it a nightmare mission? This is super cool. I'm going to use this thing all the time. And then I just always went right back to like an X-Wing or an A-Wing. Yeah. (laughs) The X-Wing is the easiest to fly. Yeah. You ever play F-Zero? I don't remember. It's a good game. I love the A-Wing because it was so fast, but it like was super weak when it came to shields. A-Wing's probably my coolest looking design. I think them are Y-Wings. I'm partial to those two. Like I I don't have any issues with the X-Wing. I don't like it as much as you do. Yeah. You're big. You want that UCS X-Wing. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the, you saw it, the UCS Razor Crest coming out in a week? Yeah. What are your thoughts on it? I, I might need to get it. I'll eventually get it. It looks very cool. I, the main reason I, I got to tell you, like the thing I got most excited about in the Thorian. Oh, I think I com- I think I completely agree with you. Wheel with a blur. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! I as soon as I figure out the that. parts for the blur, I'm gonna build so many fucking blurgs. <laughs> I'm gonna have blurgs falling out. Thing. I got to tell you though, like the Razor Crest itself, like the ship. It looks cool, and it's going to be a cool set to build. I loved it when I first laid eyes on it. The Razor Crest in, in yeah. the first season of Mandalorian. I'm sorry. I just don't, like, I look at, like, I don't know, like, my gunship. Like, I think I, I think I like my gunship build. I can already tell I like it better than the Razor Crest. Okay. I don't know. It's just bland. And I don't know. And I'm sitting here. I was happy at the time because I was like, I'm getting my refund, and I got my new. <laughs> and I think my message to you was. That thing's dog shit compared to the Falcon. Yeah, of course. And I think it I think it is. I think this Falcon set, this is the one. Well, yeah, of course, because you have it, so everything else will pale in comparison. Oh it's dog shit compared <laughs> to the Falcon. I'll eventually get it. I'm obviously just buying this thing now. I'm nowhere near about to go buy 
I'll probably get the. I'd probably get a walker before I got that. Yeah, we'll see. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now I was I was presenting that one scenario to you. If they're just like, nope, you're getting the partial refund, and they're like, fuck you, then I go to my fucking, you know, my credit card company. I'm just like, tell them the situation. It would be hilarious if I then, if they then re- reject that charge. You get refunded the whole thing. I get refunded the whole thing, and I still have their $400 that they sent to me. Oh, now that's, oh, then we'll have a celebration. You really turn the tables on them then. If that happens, I vow. <laughs> I will, I'm going to get the A-Wing UCS with that $400 I wasn't supposed to have. Fuck putting in savings. Fuck breathing a sigh of relief. I'm going right back on eBay and I'm buying an A-Wing. Are you mad you didn't go and get the A-Wing from Nerdin' Out for like 200 bucks when I kept harassing you to do that? Ah, the box was gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's finish this episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so they blow up a light cruiser. Uh, the ghost is able to break through with the supplies and drops them. I don't think they saved any slaves. They just, here's some boxes. <laughs> and then Here they left. It's wild, man. Um, and then the Phoenix Squadron, they just jump into hyperspace and get the fuck out of there. It was a very bang-bang mission. Uh, the B-Wing saved the day. Hera's really rocking with that B-Wing. She's oh. good. I gotta tell you, Hera's something else. Yeah. Oh. She's a hell of a pilot. She is a saucy mix. Skyrockets in flight. Afternoon delight. Okay. Um, you know, I want to... I wanna... Before we start giving ratings on this up, so we got one more clip. We'll, we'll play the clip here. So they, they jump into hyperspace, and then we're going to meet up. Quarry meets with Sato and the rest of the Phoenix crew, and we have a very heartfelt moment with our, our loved Harrison Dula. Let's take a listen to the end of this episode. It seems Senator Organa has found a shipwork sympathetic to our cause. And willing to manufacture more of these B-Wings in secret. Why did the Project B-Wings Shadowpole not will be this good ever? <laughs> my supervision, of course. There are many adjustments that need be made. Quarry, thanks to you and your ship, we helped many people today. I just hammered it together, young pilot. You made it soar. Indeed. Your heroics are unparalleled, Captain Sindula. That is why I agree with Kanan's recommendation. Your recommendation? What have you done now? Just listen to the commander. You are to be promoted to Phoenix leader. Our fighter pilots will benefit greatly from your expertise. Good job, Captain Hera. Okay. So Hera has been promoted to captain. Um, <laughs> fucking Kanan, dude. Like, I... Kanan really sucked this episode. What's going on? That was wild. Yeah. Like, completely out of character. Very strange. Like, Kanan's always been the one to throw himself in the fire. Like, I can't believe, like, I know he he's, you know, he has to accept, like, he, he's shown issues with loss and that sort of thing. And, like, it's, it was just completely against everything he's been so far. It wasn't even, there wasn't. It a was s- like, it was like. Han Solo's most dirtbag possible moment. There like, was like, hey, Leia, you get to go into this death mission. Not even a second thought. It was reflexive when they were like, no pilots ever come back from that. Him being like, Harold, do it. Like, yeah. It was like he didn't even think twice about it. They should, like, Hillary Clinton should have just used this scene for her attack ads on Donald <laughs> Trump. Like, this is what... This is what you'd be voting for. This type of just toxic patriarchy. It was disgusting. It was my least favorite Kanan scene by far. 
it was really weird. It was rough. Um, but yeah, so that's the episode. Um, obviously, you know, we had the heavy hitter BG. Um, but what does IMDb give this one? Adam? IMDb is giving Wings of the Master a 7.7. 7. That's a step up from last week. Quite the uptick. I, like, all right. So I love Hera. Like, I think Hera's an awesome character. And I think when's all, when all is said and done, she's going to be top on our power rankings, which we forgot to do last week. So we got to remember to do that. Oh, we forgot to do that last week. Completely forgot. Yeah, so right. we got to. We could have a bye week every once in a while. Yeah. We got, but we, we got to throw Hondo some points. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I love Hera. I think she's my favorite character on the show so far. Her or Ezra, maybe. Yep. Um, and Chopper's funny. Uh, just chaos agent. But I don't know. Quarry was kind of funny. Uh, he had his moments and stuff. And, you know, like when she was flying and he got all excited, that was kind of funny. He's like the Danny DeVito Moncal. He's yeah. like just uh, BG, obviously, fucking home run hitter. We're going to be talking about him. I really hope we get more BG because he was there when the Phoenix crew met up. Um, and and Sato, he's Mech also Quarry, got the you know, clear dome. He's, he's the astrobeck with the clear dome. He looks kind of like he's got also got like a yellow thing going on. Like it's cool. He looks cool. Yeah. Um. I really hope we get more PG. I but I got to be honest. Like I did not like this episode. <laughs> okay. I. And I'm not trying to just make my prediction come true. Like I wouldn't do that. But. It just was like an average episode, and there was a lot of moments where I was just like, this goes against everything I've come to expect from the Ghost Crew. Yeah. And just, you know, I mean, and just the whole fact that there's these people there that clearly are implying that they're slaves to the Empire, and we're just trying to drop some loaves of bread down to them for a couple days. There's some trips. And we're blowing up, like, ships. Yeah. You know, like, to get some Cheez-Its down there. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? The It was just a mess for me. I'm gonna give it another five. Like five. this was, this was as weak as last week for me. Um, so I think I am in a I'm in a valley right now. This is the first valley we've been just going up and up and up. First with this show. rebel slump, but we uh, we we hit a peak and now we're in a bit of a valley phase here. Now the authorian historian says episode ten, it, he says it's his favorite piece of Star Wars media, <laughs> and he's like, I can't wait to see. Now, with him, it's kind of like, okay, well, what does that mean? Is it just mean that there's an Athorian, like, that, you know, like, walks through the background? Yeah, like, is, does an Athorian have a line? Like, that might, you know, it might be, like, a line that made him laugh. Or it could actually be something, like, yeah. fucking amazing. Yep. So, we'll find out come then. But right now, I'm going, I'm in a valley phase. I'm going five. What do you got? I went seven. Okay. <laughs> this is a great episode. Oh my God. It's a great episode. Yeah, a ton of shit doesn't make sense, but we got to see the B-Wing. We got to see Hera doing some some flying shit. We got the whole, like, backstory of Hera being on Ryloth and, like, looking to the sky and wanting to fly. Oh, it's fucking beautiful. I will say that conversation she had with Quarry, I was like, I got to watch that Bad Batch episode again. It was so again. great. It lines up great with that Bad Batch and I can't, episode. Like, I keep forgetting that you, like, have seen that and have that context. Yeah. Like, that was so satisfying for me after watching Rebels to, yeah. like, get that in Bad Batch. I literally had to pull my heart off the floor when I found out she didn't have the French accent. <laughs> <laughs> I love that French accent. I know. Oh. I wonder what Celine's doing. Oh, yeah. We haven't heard much from her lately. Hi, Celine. Hi, Celine. Hi, Lorna. Hi. Lorna in Ireland. Uh, El Davio. All Man. of our Euro listeners. Yeah, do you think they're all mourning over there? Yeah. Lynn, mourning? Mini Mando, mourning? 
<laughs> I hope my Viking segment isn't offensive to y'all. That'd be unfortunate. If it is, let me know. Oh, I don't think I, I know El Davio is not big monarch. No, they don't give a shit about American football either. So no. Um, oh, also, Debrus Kenobi, I think it went on a Twitter sabbatical. I miss you, Debrus Kenobi. If you're listening, yes, always. I'm sure she'll heal that eventually. Um, okay, so a five and a seven. How many of those points are directly related to? A good majority. <laughs> I will say, out of the five points I gave, four of them are for BG yes. and one is for Hera. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was just a mess for me. Okay, so a five and a seven. Always look on the light side of life. Yeah, that. Yeah, that. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Okay, light side moment of the episode. Um, it's got to be BG being forklift certified for me. Fuck yeah. It was incredible. <laughs> I think forklift certified is one of the funniest memes to come around in the last five years. Oh, yeah. And the fact that BG is forklift certified, fucking gold. Hey, by the way, have you seen this Jackie Kennedy meme going around now? No. That, like, Gen Z thinks she's ugly and ate sheet metal. What? It's, I was like, what? Like, Devin told me about it. I was like, what are you fucking talking about? Because he sent me this TikTok. I was like, this makes no sense to me. But it turns out, like, someone made, said, like, took a picture of Jackie Kenny and the meme started. And there's like, this bitch looks like she eats sheet metal or something. (laughs) And now, like, all these Gen Z kids are talking about how ugly Jackie Kennedy is. (laughs) And that she looks like she ate sheet metal. And at first, I was like, I wasn't laughing at all. And then, like, I don't know. It's just, like, one of those things that all of a sudden hits you, and yeah. I just, like, burst into laughter. I got to check it out. I don't get it. But it's funny once you kind of just, like, warp your brain. Yeah. I love just meaningless comedy. Of course. Just something that makes no fucking sense. Forklift certified. Yeah, forklift certified. The the Moth Brother memes stand the test. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that was a great, great week. Yeah. <laughs> I remember there was, like, some fucking BuzzFeed article. Like, why are millennials so devoid of humor in their comedy or something like that? <laughs> like, it's no. like, you don't get it. No, not at all. You don't get it. This is the funniest fucking thing ever, <laughs> brother. <laughs> okay, my, uh, what's my, your light side? My light side has got to be just <laughs> the, the split second where he does the double thumbs up at Hera right after Zeb threatens him. Yeah. It made me giggle, so... Corey does have a good attitude. Yeah. He goes from... He's, he's weird, though. He goes from being, like, this weird grump it's recluse... very confusing. ...to being like, hey, thumbs up, and, like, cheering and stuff. Like, I, who is he? Yeah. He's... I I don't get it. We might get more depth from him soon. Well, if, if we get more Corey, that means we get more BG, and I'm completely fine with that, so... If you only knew the power of the dark side. All right. Dark side moment of the episode. Um, for me, it's just... That poor transport just eating fire. <laughs> like, it clearly had no chance. And they're screaming in agony. Like, the only chance it has if if some other ships drew the fire and allowed them to turn around and escape. But it was going so fast, and it was burning down so quick. I don't know what Hera was thinking. And it's funny to me. Like I said, I love Hera. But the fact that she got promoted after that. I like, know. no, we're just keep going. And that's like a big ship. That's the fucking... That's a Tantive Four style class ship. So it's just... I. They're yeah. the workhorse. Yeah. Yeah. Those things actually usually have, like, guns and stuff. But this yeah. one, I don't know. They must have taken the guns out to pack one more, like, Uncrustable in there or something. 
But it was dark, man. That thing ate it. Yeah. All right, what's yours? I went with just, like, we brought it, we talked it to death already, but, like, Kanan just offering Hera up as a sacrifice willy-nilly really bummed me out. Okay, yeah. I've come to expect more out of that relationship. It started dark. Yeah. You know, like, the ship's blown up. <laughs> and then Kanan... got us back on our heels. We were like, what the fuck's going God, on? like, Kanan's flirting with negative points on this episode. Yeah. Like, that was fucked up, man. Really dark stuff. Should we do the commercial that I wanted to play for you now, or should we save it? It's up to you. Let's put it right at the end. Okay. Okay. All righty, then. Okay, so that is your dark side and my dark side. Some dark moments to kick this episode off. Maybe Rex can cheer us up. Thank you, Rex. Oh, yeah. You got to get it up. Cheese. Butter! Mandate! Refund my $400! Mandate! I'm being cancelled! My $400! I'm being cancelled! You know what's funny about Ace? (laughs) If he was in my shoes in that situation, he would be the biggest fucking asshole ever. And he's rich. He's just a prick. Yeah. Like, can you imagine him in that situation? Oh, no. And then, like, going on his podcast the next day? Well, no, he would call you a pussy for buying toys okay, to begin fair. with, because that's not a man's thing to do. I'm just saying, like, I was worried about coming off too strong. And when I think about it, though, I just thought about what he would do in that situation. I'm like, oh, Tom, you're perfectly reasonable for being grifted out of $400. Yeah. I think I had a perfectly reasonable reaction. Yeah. I wasn't mean. I didn't call them names. Um, but you, I was just, I was very vocal about my distaste. You were stern. Yes. Help me, Dennis Prager. I'm being canceled. Gina Carano, help me. Gina Carano, you star in the you starred in the movie with Hunter Biden. The Hunter Biden crack movie. Okay. Help me, Dennis Prager, be canceled. Okay. Dark horse here of the episode. Um I, he's gonna get a ton of points from Do me. Do we even need this in power rankings? Yeah. Probably taking the power rankings for the week and also getting Dark Horse. We're giving it to BG. Absolutely. Let's hear it for BG. What a fucking legend. He's a legend. I'll give him that. He's beep popping and scatting, and I'm looking at it! <laughs> Sifo Dia. What's the deal with politics? I don't get it. Am I right, people? Just the tasty sandwich. You know who you are? Even Steve. Anakin, don't let your penis take you to hell. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't let me let go. You take this home for a and some broth and potato. Baby, you got a stew going. I'm so happy about BG that I gave him the full, the full, the full Monty there. The full treatment. Yeah, the full treatment. F1 through F12. Gave it to them all. Gave them all of them. He's bee-popping and scatting and I'm losing it! Okay. Um, yeah, we're both going BG. Yep. Okay. Of course. I'm perfectly fine with that. It's a great choice. All right, we got to do this. The Clone Cast presents Power Rankings. Talk to me. Yeah! All right, Power Rankings. So, what we do here is uh, Adam and myself, we rank our three favorite characters of the episode. So, first place gets three points, second place gets two, third place gets one, 
and then we add them all up and we're going to have a full ranking at the end of our Rebels review. So last week we forgot. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and for forgetting to do this on his triumphant return, let's just give him 10 points. Yeah, ceremoniously. Ceremoniously, Hondo was the number one. I would, so he would have got he six, yeah. but we're going to give him bonus points for being so patient with yep. us. So Hondo gets 10. Uh, just a quick rundown. Harris in first, followed by Ezra. Then Hot Conchgal, Chopper and Kanan. Aqualush Bull coming on there. <laughs> Sabine, Callus, Sebo, a Sebo, Rex, Ahsoka, Lando slash Billy D, Tarkin, Vader, uh, Willie. Oh, that's the that's the flamboyant cowboy yeah. robot. Yep. Uh, Wolf. Uh, the piss shark gets one. The big bongo. <laughs> um, <laughs> Space waffle. Old Joe. Brave Lothcat. Uh, Cassius Constantine. ATAT pilot and vertical ATTE. Uh, Zeb still. Mired in the red at negative nine, um, and spinning wheel at negative one, which we found out was a lightsaber spinning. That wheel in the sky it keeps on turning. Yeah, I didn't like it. For some reason, I didn't like it that episode. Okay, but this week, I think we're both going BG. Number oh, one. absolutely. Okay, so BG's got six. Hit like that I, song. I think we. What? Hit that song. Oh yeah. Wait. Well, I'm typing. Oh. All right. Here, we'll do it again. So here, I'm going to turn this off. I'm going to turn that off. We got to, okay. Deep breath. Okay. So BG's got six. Okay. We'll let this play. Uh, okay. Now, number two might be more, uh, I don't even think it's that hard for me. It's Hera. Yeah. I'm going with Hera. It was great two. to get character development out of her, too. Yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, jokes aside about BG, Hera was probably the highlight of the episode. Yes. Um, so yeah, Hera gets two. She's a very important character in this show, and it's awesome that she's getting fleshed out a little bit more. I'm glad it was a Hera-centric episode, um, and that's kind of one of the like. If this was like a, uh, I don't know, I don't know. I, I, there's no particular characters that I loathe, but I'm just saying, like Hera it being in a Hera-centric episode kind of prevented me from it. Buoyed it quite a bit. Yes, it did. It's crazy. Ezra had like two lines in this episode. Yeah, very light on the uh, Ezra. Okay. Alrighty then. Uh, so, third place. Uh, now we're getting. I guess I'll go with uh, Quarry. Yeah, I'll go with Quarry. Um, I don't know. He was kind of funny. He was weird, mercurial, but I don't know. If, if he shows back up, we get more BG. So, I'm all for more Quarry. I'm going with Quarry. Who do you got? Quarry number three. So I went with. If you blink, you miss him, and you only see him from the back, and it's in a hologram. But unloading the box of supplies that was dropped, did you see the Snivian? No! Oh, there's a jumpsuit Snivian! What? He was lifting that box, baby! <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn. I can't believe I missed that. In the hollow, as they were thanking the ghost crew, there was yeah. a Snivian just lifting the shit out of that box. All right, so uh, what do we want to call him? Uh, strong Snivian? <laughs> yeah. Okay, strong Snivian. <laughs> gets a <laughs> lift with legs snivian so Hera extends her lead over ezra by 15 points hot conch gal in third is <laughs> hair's got 58 hot conch gals <laughs> 24 so hair is i literally think hair is gonna run away with this um but it's easy to see why yeah i mean very strong character very good Okay, so that is that. Ooh, but we got this. I don't, this is going to be... This one's obvious, too. My parts are showing. My I don't know. <laughs>
Bad news. I got some bad news. This is BG's only appearance. I just looked at BG's Wikipedia. Although he does make four non-canon experiences in Lego Star Wars The Freemaker Adventures. So apparently we have to watch that show. (laughs) 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 Fuck. Man, we're going to be really diving deep when we're doing the Youth 7 rated shows. (laughs) (laughs) The non-canon Lego Star Wars. Okay, Good Hood. Who? I don't even know. What were the names of the planet? Uh, Shantipole. That's Shantipole. Who was looking hot on Shantipole or running a blockade, uh, blowing up ships? Um, Okay. Uh, I got to go with BG. It's so... He's... He's got, like, stripes, horizontal stripes on. He looks like a bumblebee to me. I was wondering if they did model him after, like, Barry Gibb. Like, <laughs> like some kind of silver sequency yeah. type of thing. I don't know. Like, I think the BG is a play on the, the BGs, but it's also a bee. A like, bee. they have yeah. that, those horizontal. He looks like a bee. So, and he's got the cool dome that's clear, but it's, like, a dark gray. So, it's, like, tinted windows on a car. Yeah. It's cool. So, PG's fucking awesome. You obviously weren't paying attention because PG, while amazing. I thought this was the summer of BG. Didn't run away with it because on the other side of that Snivian, there was a new all-star. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Right. Here's a back look at him. Look at the drip that that guy's fucking wearing. It's a, a hollow. I'll give you a timestamp here. Look at He's got orange sleeves and shoulder pads. <laughs> I think that's Samir. <laughs> no, it's not. Wait for it. So, uh, the oh, he turns around. Timestamp here is at uh, uh, 1950 is when it starts, where you get a clear look at him. But there's He's a on the left of the hall. Second, there's a you get to see his face here. It is a fucking aqualish with sideburns, but not only sideburns. He's got like the the Civil War Ambrose Burnside <laughs> sideburns. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Do you think he's related to Aqualush Bull? He has to be. Should we give Aqualush Bull some points? They're at least second cousins. Oh yeah. Okay, so I'm going to give Aqualush Bull uh, four points. So Aqualush Bull is now tied with Hot Conch Gal just because his cousin looks cool. you got to rank this guy up there too. (laughs) Okay, we'll give him four. Ambrose Burnside's Aqualush. (laughs) Ambrose Burnside Aqualush. We'll give him... Fuck it. Let's give him three. <laughs> He's cool, give dude. Give him 30 points. <laughs> Should we? No. Okay. no. <laughs> I'm not that in love with him. I don't know. I think we'll see him again. <laughs> now we have... Now I think we're entering the era of the show where we have to start picking out repeating <laughs> background characters. Like I noticed in the last episode, we all, whenever we get on the street, there's always a little... Um, look, not... There's a Rodian and there is an Aqualush. Yep. But now we got to look out for that guy. What if he becomes he the Rando Mando? Sideburns. What if he becomes the Rando yeah, Mando? Yeah, yeah. That that would be that's the dream right there. Okay. Yoda, Chewbacca. Thank you. Uh, okay, so this is where I used to predict the tagline of the next Clone Wars episode, but we don't have taglines in Rebels, so uh, I just predict 
the episode. And the last prediction I had was I thought this was going to be our lowest ranked episode. Um, it tied for me, but Adam gave it a seven, so that did not come true. Uh, what is the next episode, though, so I can guess what's going to happen uh, on our next review? The next episode is entitled Blood Sisters. Whoa. Blood Sisters. Blood! <laughs> Blood! Blood! <laughs> oh, you got three pints of creamer in here, buddy. <laughs> uh, Blood Sisters. I think, um, I don't know. We're going to meet the sister of somebody. And sisters. So I'm playing their female. Uh, maybe we'll meet Hera's sister or something. Ah. That'd be cool. Maybe she'll have a French accent. Uh-huh. Oh, maybe I get to hear her say Chibata. Oh, that's my prediction. This is going to be great. We're going to meet a sister. What's going to be great? Meeting Hera's sister. Yeah. Hopefully. Frenchie. Okay. Uh, all right, and what's the next episode again? Blood, Blood Sisters. Sisters. And that's going to be Season 2, Episode 8, correct? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, okay, before we get to the outro, I did tease that we were going to play one more royal match for Adam. <laughs> and I thought he'd get a kick out of this particular one. Um, where did I put it here? Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, let me know when you're ready for it. Yeah, let's is, go. You ready? Yep. Okay, so this is a character that we are both fond of. It's an actor, and they're playing the character for Royal Match. Oh, no. So here we go. Hello there, Peterman here. <laughs> you know, people are always asking me, what do you do to relax? Well, I mean, put aside the obvious camel racing, crocodile wrestling, and tickling the tummy of an ornery boa constrictor. <laughs> Lately, I have become fascinated. By this thing called Royal Match. No. It's a stress free puzzle game that cures me like a black forest. <laughs> I even share the results with my friends who write back to me saying things like, Well, look at the big brain on you. And there's no ads. Yes, zero ads, which makes it even more stress free. So click the link below, give the camels a rest and play. Ro- and then it cut off. It ran out of time. <laughs> he. Still has it. That was awesome. John O'Hurley, the guy still got it. Yeah. I mean, come on. I have become fascinated <laughs> by this thing called Royal Match. It's a stress-free puzzle right here. game that cures me like a black forest. <laughs> I even share the results with my friend. <laughs> we got to get a cameo from that guy. John O'Hurley still has it. He played Billy Flynn in Chicago. Just a tasty <laughs> I love it. Cures me like a black forest oh, ham. Oh, my God. He played the role of Jay Peterman. I swear. But at the start, he says, this is Peterman. I wish he would have said Jay Peterman. He didn't say Jay Peterman? No, he just goes, this is Peterman. You know what the J stands for? What? Chuckable. <laughs> Hello there. Peterman here. You know, people Chuckable. are always asking me. You go by. What do you... Oh, man. You don't remember when his mom's dying? It's your boy. Chuckupple. <laughs> Chuckupupo. <laughs> oh, I remember that now. Yeah. The Bosco episode. Bosco. <laughs> George. <laughs> All right. Um. So, yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. I got to say, that's a pretty good commercial. You can pay $1,000 for a commercial cameo. Yeah. That ain't a bad one. It's not bad. <laughs> Peterman here. <laughs> 
maybe Jay Peterman's copyrighted or something. So he can only say Peterman. He can only say Peterman. Otherwise, Buena Vista is going to sue the shit out of Royal. <laughs> they're going to put Royal Match under. And then what? The bo- if the boomers don't have Royal Match, they're going to wander into the streets. And then it's chaos. They'll burn down an auto zone. Remember when we remember the riders burned down an auto zone? Yeah. That was kind of funny. <laughs> Black umbrella guy. Yeah. This is not an auto zone. <laughs> oh, yeah. That guy was a he was a chaos agent. Yeah. He was like a plague doctor. Sleeper agent. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, uh, I think that's it. So hey, Adam working listeners reach us. You can always send us an email. We are at clonecastpod at gmail.com. You can reach out to us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, at clonecastpod. You're posting a shitload on there. You can reach out if you want to join the Discord. Yeah. Thank you always for following. Thank Make burner support. accounts and follow the Twitter. we got to get that cooking Leave again. Leave some reviews. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Star Wars Skinny, once again. So thank you always for all of the support. We will see you next time for Blood Sisters. Until then, may the uh, disputed charges be with you. Chris Day.